questions about the field. And it is not safe. Um, the amount of times we ran into shit that we were very scared had tinnitus. Tetanus? Tetanus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my ears are ringing. Okay. It had tetanus. Man, you ran into that so like, hard your ears are ringing. Yeah. Like, oh, by the way, for those of you wondering, that video that came out not too long ago, the kid falling into the hole. Yeah, that hole's still there, by the way. They just filled it in with fucking concrete and put a pallet over it. So, yeah, your safety is about as important as a pallet being over a hole. At least they filled it in a little bit. With more debris that you can still fall in, except now you're not going to go as deep, but you're definitely going to get your ankle broken. Yeah, it's not safe. Um, Like I said, I don't wish ill will on fields, but for this one... The safety is out the window, dude. They they don't give a fuck. Um, you're listening to the Six Millimeter Podcast with Peter Frost and Jared Hereford. Peter Frost is a six year airsofter with two years of experience working for Evic.com, and in his spare time, enjoys live streaming on Twitch, hanging out with his friends, and his enjoyment of guns. Jared Hereford has been an airsofter for 16 years, as well as having experience working in the airsoft industry for three years at evic.com. In his spare time, he enjoys making holsters for Blue Bonnet Outfitters, his love of biking, and his metalworking business on the side. Together, they run the 6mm Podcast. Welcome back to episode 13 of the 6mm Podcast. I am your co-host, Peter Frost, joined by the lovely and beautiful Jared Hereford. How you doing? Um really weird way to intro this normally it's like all laughs and giggles but uh i don't know we got like a stand-up table and now we're like really professional <laughs> i got my legs crossed and shit what the, well, i mean yeah. at least you're not like banging on the table yeah that's true i mean at least this one like bounces and you can't really hear it <laughs> so it's not really squeaky i also did not listen back because i definitely heard dustin like bouncing his leg and it was squeaking the table, so oh, I, I forgot yeah. to listen back in that area to see if it picked it up, but it'll be all right. The people will tell I us. I didn't hear it in the monitor, but, you know. Okay. Yeah, but sometimes Look, it's hard to hear We still got room to monitor. Grow. That's true. So, because I can hear it on my end because it jumps the audio. Um, But, yeah, before we jump into this, I have a I have a spiel that I have to... I have to get out. He, he told me he had to say this, but he didn't tell me what it was. Dude, it's bad. P- all right. I'm not going to say people are bad. There's a specific type of people that are bad. Like, just disgusting. Downright disgusting. Fucking. So, I'm, I was out riding my bike the other day, right? <laughs> okay, yeah. And. Uh, How do you it, like the new bike? I fucking love it, but I, we have to put the back tire back on. Because I had it out back. And at some point between the back door and when my dad moved it literally two inches, the back tire popped off. What? Yeah, I guess it just, like, it came loose and it, like, wasn't fully cinched down, but we fully cinched it down. Like, the whole... Yeah, the whole wheel came off, okay. so the chain's off and everything. You said tire, and I was like... No, no, the not tire, the whole wheel. The my okay, bad, my way. bad. I, I have a... My brother tells me I have a bad habit of doing that. Um, but, no, I love it, but... So I I like to ride around the neighborhood just to get my like leg workout in. Yeah. Like I said, I hate the I hate people, but only certain people. And it's these kind of people that just 
for some reason, are the most, like, disgusting, like, grody people. I don't know who did it. I don't know how they did it. <laughs> it was traumatizing, man. <laughs> right. Fucking, I, I was riding they up. They can't hurt you now. So, like, I was riding up, like, the hill in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a big hill. And I, like, I, just as I'm getting to, like, so the it's top a, of it. It's, it's a medium size It's a hill. medium hill. It's not a big hill. But we, the we incline, live in Houston. The it's incline is pretty intense. Um, as I get to the top, I get hit with the smell. And it's not a, a particular smell that I'm fond of or, I, like, like common to. Like, it didn't smell like the water treatment plant that's, like, in the back of our neighborhood because every now and then it'll, like, fucking reek. Yeah. But that that's a known smell. You know that smell. No, yeah. Sewage is, like, a very yeah. distinct smell. This smelled like somebody had just shit in the middle of the road that I'm riding up. And it's been sitting there stewing for a fat minute, like I said, I don't know. I don't want to know how or why they decided to do this. It was a Gatorade bottle with shit in it. I sh- I'm not joking. It was a Gatorade bottle with a fucking turd in it, and it had just been heating up in the sun, and there was no cap. So whoever did it definitely like plopped the turd in it and then hucked it or it was just some kids being dumb. But the fact that somebody shit in a wide mouth, like we all have been on long, long car rides. You know, wide mouth Gatorade bottles are good for taking a piss when you're on the road and you, you have no time to pull over. I mean, if I had to shit in a bottle, it's definitely the choice. Oh, yeah. Because like you water. have the room. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> I, to be honest, I would go for a workout uh, shaker bottle and then just toss the shaker bottle and be over with it. Like, just throw it away in a recycling just bin. Just get, like, a, a like a $2.50 Nalgene. Yeah, like, just a little shorty boy that you like, you know you can, you'll can you be all right in. But it, it was disgusting, dude. Like, when I tell you, I, I saw I just turned back down the hill. I didn't even go any further. Because I was like, I like, it could have been something worse, but it was definitely the smell of feces. And I was like, this is actually fucking disgusting. And I live in a decent neighborhood. Like, we do have ho- homeless people that kind of pop in from time to time. Like, hey, what's up? Well, but, you're in city limits, right? Yeah. So. Like, right off of a main road. And it was, dude, it was, oh, God. It was bad, dude. It was really fucking bad. Like, I, I just, I can't. I can't. Like, it was bad, dude. It was fucking bad. No, yeah, it's it's not a... Like, it's like the worst way to lead anybody into the podcast is me rolling up on a shit bottle, but like, fuck. And it's like, you're in a neighborhood, right? Yeah, a decent, like, so like, yeah, the way my like, neighborhood is, is it's, it's like, a nice like neighborhood. my half is like affordable housing, sort of, like decent homes. The side it was on was the rich people side. Like yeah. so I'm there, talking, there's like, like the average suburban yeah area, and yeah. then there's the like well, my upper neighborhood is split area. up into four HOAs apparently. What the yeah, That's there's terrible. four different HOAs, and and it's like a square, which this might actually dox the shit out of me, but um, is it's like four squares, right? So 
Like inside of each other or like next to each other? No, like all like they all make a giant square, but just cut it into four squares. Okay. Yeah. Um. So you've got the front half of my neighborhood. You got the front half too. One's on the school side. The other one's on the firehouse side and the apartment side. The other one is like in the back towards my area. And then the other side is the rich people side, which is million dollar homes. Mm-hmm. It was on that side, like the million dollar home area. Like I'm talking like once you like get close to the hill, mm-hmm. like I, I feel like I shouldn't be there. <laughs> or I at least feel like I should be wearing some sort of Ralph Lauren. Feel like you don't belong. Yeah, I, I should have a cardigan and like definitely in some like board shorts. Like I, I you need I some fe- boat shoes. Yeah, I mean I've got some, dude. I've got like the the sport class boat shoe right here, dude. All terrain. What the fuck? Yeah, you just slide in these bad boys. They're straight out of China, dude. UFKs. That's yeah. They got tread on them and okay. everything. Don't run in them though. It's not comfortable. It's not comfortable. <laughs> Learn that the hard way. Um, but yeah, no, that that was I, I think I've now experienced my my the worst thing I'll probably ever experience in my life. Don't go to San Francisco. Is it like that? Yeah. So <sighs> or so in in Portland. Shout out my they, boy. They have a whole department like a city department whose job it is to just clean up is to clean up the shit on the street. Oh, that dude, that's fucking terrible. Yeah. It's awful. Like that. That's fucking terrible. And I knew when it happened, I was like, I'm going to tell this to somebody. And I was like, I'm just going to, I'm going to talk about it on the podcast. Why not? It's, well, it's, it's also like, it's, 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 just it's like a double whammy. Cause it's like, for one, you're making your shit other people's problem. Yeah. And then for two, you're also littering. Yeah. I mean, and if you think about it, the way it would have had to have been performed. It's like the worst. It also kind of would littering. have been uh, public indecency. I mean, they might have just chucked out of a car. But also like Dude, if you if you sat on a wide mouth Gatorade bottle and fucking dropped a turd into it while sitting I don't think you should get any charge. That's a fucking skill. <laughs> That's a skill. It's impressive. Like I Let's get a metal. You gotta imagine that. That's a plastic bottle. Like one wrong move, like even if you're parked, that's still painful. I don't know. I mean that's I also mean, so- really disgusting because imagine like what if it was wider than the mouth and it just like had to force its way in there? <laughs> all right. All right. All right. <laughs> we're going too deep. We've gone too deep. <laughs> I, th- I think we're done with this. Just like imagine it though, like it's just disgusting because there's so many things that could go wrong. I would never want to. I, I would throw the car away. I'll just donate it, recycle it, get rid of it. I, I wouldn't <laughs> want that ever. Like there's a reason why I purposely make sure there's gas stations along my road trips, so I don't have to do anything benign on a road trip. Benign. Look, it's my thing. Words, okay. words, no good. Words, no good. Uh, but yeah, uh, all shit aside, <laughs> literally moral of the story. Yeah. Don't, sh- don't, don't make your shit. Other people's yeah, problems. Don't throw your shit in my neighborhood and don't I will, litter. I will chase after you like a rabid homeless man screaming at you. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I love my neighborhood. It's a nice neighborhood. The people are nice. Don't fucking throw your shit in my neighborhood. But, um, no, we're going to, uh, so we actually, um, for those of you that actually follow me 
like myself personally, uh, throughout all of my personal social medias, uh, y'all know I am pretty fond of making TikToks. And uh, something we've been doing lately has been kind of putting the Evic store staff here on blast uh, and having them build a player kit uh, on the spot with three minutes. So, uh, mm-hmm. which was actually really funny. I think it took us like 10 minutes to actually build this. Uh, it took me probably about two minutes. Jared had Jared had to go into it raw. I already knew what I built. I just left my list at home. Um, but we actually decided to do some uh, our our player kits of our own uh, with a budget of five hundred dollars. So, if you're, you know, roughly coming from both of us having sales experience, the what what would you say the average budget was like around three hundred bucks, like maybe four. Um. Yeah, like three three fifty. Yeah. Um. Usually, usually what people are asking for is like two hundred to two fifty on a gun, yeah, and like a hundred dollars in gear, yeah, which is fairly reasonable. Which you'll see here shortly. That yeah, and it's a it's a really good time to get into airsoft because there's a lot of options in yeah. that range. I mean, and we'll we'll get on some of the options later, but uh, yeah, it's it's like the perfect time because like, I mean, with manufacturing that went up and everything and all the political yeah, bullshit but pre-covid it was a little better uh just because post-covid all the all the expenses went up on manufacturing and shipping and everything so that drove the prices up a little bit but we're starting to see a decline yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's normalizing now but. yeah and i mean with the with all the craze of polymer rifles right now i mean it's helping yeah jump the cost down but um yeah, so we we took that knowledge, uh, well, with that knowledge of our prior sales experience and knowing what player budgets are, we kind of jumped up the budget a little bit. So um, if you budget yourself about $500, you'll be able to get yourself all this uh, between his build and my build. Yeah, well, um, we, all, we also, we're not doing like bare minimum to play. Yeah, we're doing... Bare, bare minimum to play, you're looking at like 250 I mean... Okay, look, I didn't do bare minimum, but it's kind of bare minimum. Is, all right. it, is it? Look, okay. I, I went all out on my gun, all right? I okay. went all out. That's fair. Cause I, all right, so to start it See, out. See, if you go all out on your gun, that's not bare minimum. Fair. Okay, fair. Yeah. So I for my kit, uh, I started out with a uh, Matrix S&T Sportline. Uh, it's the M4 RIS or RAS uh, with the G3 Microswitch gearbox in it. Uh, it is the uh, the wrist eight inch stubby uh, and dark earth or FDE, however you want to uh, talk about it. But it is actually the Go Airsoft package that they have um, on evic.com. Yeah, uh, this is all built through evic.com. So um, if you want to find any of these products, uh, we do have it. We do have it on evic.com. I'm saying this like I still work for the company. Uh, evic.com does house uh, all of these products, and you can find this. And these are all in stock at the moment of recording. So if you happen to be listening to this like a month down the road, it may be out of stock. So, But you know. if you act now. Yeah. If you act now when and, this episode and, comes and out. Beg your mom. Yeah. She might buy this for you. Yeah. At most, you can get away with you know cutting cutting some corners on mine. Um, but I did the uh, Go Airsoft starter package because it comes with 
not only the gun with the mag included, it also comes with a extra mid cap mag. Yeah. A, so you get one high cap, one mid cap. Yeah. Uh, two batteries, a charger, a red dot, which uh, is splurging a little bit because uh, most airsofters out there know that you know you don't get a red dot till later. It's kind of like the you know, all right, my mom and dad got me a gun for Christmas, and now I want to tack it out. So I, what's the first thing you buy? A fucking red dot. Um, but it does come with a red dot and a gun bag, which mm-hmm. uh, for all you freaking nerds out there, get yourself a goddamn gun bag. Yeah, don't be walking through the park yeah, with your gun in your like, hand like a door. Please don't be the next case that is the reason why Airsoft gets fucking hammered down in the United States. All right, we pride ourselves on being better. and Be responsible. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it comes with a gun bag. Uh, by the way, if you don't have a gun bag, evic.com sells them for, like, 25 bucks. What yeah, they're it? dummy like the rifle, The rifle ones. Yeah, like, the blue sacks. Yeah. The safety sacks. Dude, like, just, or, hell, don't even the buy the bag. Even less than 25. Use your box. Yeah, the gun comes with a box. Don't throw it yeah, away. Yeah, that counts as a case. Yeah. Even if it doesn't have a fancy little handle on it, like G&G, doesn't mean it's not still a case. Yeah. You know, be a, be a plug for a little while. Carry your box around. Yeah. Um, or buy a gun small enough to fit in your gym bag. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Which a lot of a right. lot of them are. Hell, just split the receiver and put it in your backpack. Yeah, that's true. Boom. <laughs> but my alignment. Shut up. Um. So after that, I went with the Phantom Gear Wraith T3. Uh, these have been a pretty hot commodity lately. Uh, I know a lot of the store staff down here have been loving the T3s, especially the field staff. Uh, oh, yeah, that's the... Uh, yeah, the one that... The DNC. Yeah, especially the DNC one, dude. The DNC one is hot. Um, it's It's been a real hot commodity. I, I personally love it because it mixes two things that I love, and it's a modular plate carrier with uh, the ability to actually modulate the cummerbund. Mm-hmm. Um, which is something that Condor did, or well, still does, but this allows you to actually utilize Velcro cummerbunds like Feral Concepts. Yeah, it's got the Velcro bees, on the back. Yeah, all of them. So. Um, so you can modulate the fuck out of this plate carrier. You can you can make a seventy nine dollar plate carrier. Yeah, it's got a detachable front flap too. Yeah, so you can run. You can turn this thing into the stack, like Bang Master. It doesn't have a zip on back panel, but that's perfectly fine. Personally. I'm not a big fan of uh, zip-on back panels because it's always company-specific. It's got a Molly specific. back, though, right? Yeah. It yeah. definitely has Molly on the back end, so you do have space to put a backpack for your tank, you know, an American flag, well, however you want to run it. You can run it. Hydration. Yeah. Um, I I have personal opinion. And it comes with the foam plates, right? Yes. Yeah, it already comes with foam plates, so you don't have to add anything in to shape it up. Um, it's also it's a JPC kind of size. JPC style. Um, so it'll work on smaller people too. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a mixture cause it's rounded out like a Pharaoh. Yeah. But I'm just saying it's like, that, yeah, it's, it's that got, same it's kind of like that, that medium cut. plate cut Yeah, with the, yeah. yeah so it, it does fit all sizes and the, with the adjustable cummerbund, it allows you to get tighter fitments even past the plate size. Mm-hmm. So if you're that, that mixture between like medium and large and you're kind of like in the halfway point of either gaining weight or losing weight. You're fine. The elastic cummerbund will do the job. I just like the elastic cummerbunds because I like Dude. to be able to cinch it down to hold the weight a little better. Yeah, get and you breathe that, that nice pressure. Um, after that, um, we had to get you BBs for the gun. So uh, I'm not gonna lie. 
EMG brand BBs are pretty baller. Crytek BBs are pretty baller. Elite Force BBs are kind of baller. But I came across the CL Project Design ABS Bushido Master Grade BB weight. Um, I, I I went with two O's because they're the cheapest. I mean, fifteen bucks for. I have no, I've never heard of these BBs, dude. I I but the look, name is amazing. Yeah, Bushido Master Grade BB. I <laughs> dude, there it's pretty sick. The bag design I, I, is I, awesome. I gotta look up this bag. Yeah, show me the bag. It's a uh, five five two oh four. Five five two oh. Yeah, that's the PID. Um, and then after that, I went with the Condor Shooter Tactical Gloves because you know if you're gonna be playing indoor CQB, hand shots are definitely a thing. Um, so these are in small. Uh, I definitely did not check to see if the price goes up in size, but I don't think so with Condor. So you should be set on that. It's fifteen ninety five for the pair of gloves. Uh, definitely, you know, I do a lot of uh, a lot of things with gloves, and uh, I personally believe you should get a pair of gloves straight out the gate because you know you gotta gotta have them hands, dog. Every time I play airsoft without gloves, dude, you get shot. It's in the hand. I I never want to do it again. Exactly. It's like every time I wear my ball of clava, what happens? I get shot in the goddamn nose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like somebody says something, oh, you're gonna get shot in the nose, and what happens? I get shot in the goddamn nose. It yeah, you, for, me you off. forget your ear pro, you get yeah. shot in the ears, dude, you forget your oh, hat, man. get shot in the head. That not, dude. I I can't risk a headshot now, dude. I'm bald. I already <laughs> no got pad. shot right underneath the eye. Like I, I, I always get it in the forehead, dude. I got it right there. It's still bruised up. Like it's still colored. Yeah, you got a little little yeah. shiny. Oh, dude, it was bad a while ago. Like my left eye looked anorexic. My right, the right, like left half of my face was like skinny. Okay. Cause like it, it was super puffed up, but like it, so it puffed out my cheek, but it like pulled all the skin tight around my eye. Mm, so it just okay. looked like, like my like eye was just like sucking into my face. And I was like, uh, what? <laughs> it's like the best way I can describe it is like my face swelled up and my eye was like, uh, what's going on? <laughs> And then uh, to cap everything off, um, I went with the Annex MI3s. Uh, they're by Valken. Uh, this is pretty common amongst all like fields as their rental mass. Uh, I personally it's pretty like common, them. pretty affordable. Fits most people. Yeah, I mean it's twenty five dollars. They'll fit over glasses. Yeah, which is good. Yeah, and they're dual pane, I believe. Are they dual pane? Uh, they make a single pane and a dual pane. I think I went with the single pane. The single but pane. This uh, one is anti rated. The dual pane is not much more, but it does protect you from fogging. Yeah, just a little bit. They're better. Um, this one also allows you to still run a hat, uh, but it's got the little head visor for it, so that way. Uh, yeah, it's detachable visor. Yeah, the top of your head won't get that nice little little BB welt right in the middle of your forehead. And it is very protective. Yeah, which is one I like them. I I also love the hard plastic for the mouth, because like, for me, I still worry about running my dye mask about a BB just like zipping right through the uh, the mesh part or the little. That's like, fair. Yeah, the little, uh, they they can that, rubber. Yeah, they can go through those uh, yeah. the breaths. I have seen that. That's why a lot of people run the laces through the front. Yep. That I we dude, that's a callback. Is it? I think it was a callback to episode one. I'm sure. We I think we talked before, about it. Yeah. Um, like shoelaces, paracord, all that jazz. Me personally, I'm not a huge fan of the MI3s just because they are the hard lower. Yeah. And they're pretty wide. Um, and I like to really get down on a stock. Yeah. Um, so I find it really gets in my way, but. If that's not a problem for you, I mean, it is. It is one of the most affordable masks. Yeah. Well, the the gun does come with a T one, so it is raised just a bit. Yeah, that will help. 
Um, but half the time, I mean, most indoor CQP, I don't even use my site unless it's like a decent distance. Um, and I know I'm going to hit, but half the time I normally don't use my site. I just kind of go off of, uh, off of like muscle memory, but, uh, in total with everything, uh, racked up, uh, I came out to four twenty six ten, So it's $426 and 10 cents. So I was, I had about. leftovers so you know I could still put gas in my car you know get dinner do anything like that so you have 71.90 to you know left in your pocket to use on anything else if you need to get more BBs depending on what you needed Uh, get some snacks yeah get some more mags uh, and I also opted to not go with mag pouches for the Wraith because it does have the elastic cummerbund, so you can actually run your mags in that cummerbund. Yeah, and you only got one extra mag. Yeah, out of so, the, out of the gate. So yeah, that's that's really all you need because you have a high cap that holds three hundred and a mid cap that holds one ninety. Mm-hmm. So you're pretty set. Oh yeah, in my opinion, if, if you're playing outdoors, that might not be quite enough. But yeah, I um, mean. Then again, I I can't speak because that's that's four hundred ninety rounds, which like depending on who you are. Yeah, depending on that how much you shoot. If you're playing indoors, that should be fine. Yeah, I mean one high cap mag is normally good enough for our rentals. Yeah, like we that's maybe about after four or five games that they start coming to us and like, hey, we need a refill. So I'm like, okay, cool. So yeah, that's my player yeah. kit. Um. Yeah, uh, all all of mine you can find on Evic, and then all of uh, what Jared's about to tell you his can be found on evic.com as well. Yeah, that's some good choices. Um, I do want to talk about the Matrix G3s real quick, which we have a lot of experience with them because yeah. they're what High Ground uses as rental guns um, and has been for a while. Yeah, High Ground was like the proving ground for them, basically doing T&E on them. Yeah. Uh, I've been in and out of those gearbox like no tomorrow. Yeah, and uh, they're they're very impressive. Oh yeah, for the money we still have. So to give you all perspective, um, we use our rental guns every single day, like Tuesday through Sunday. If we mm-hmm. have a party, we use the rental guns. If we have rentals, we use the rental guns. These guns are used six days out of a seven day week. And they're still running. You play maybe one day out of the weekend, two days out of the weekend. That's two days out of a seven-day weekend. If we can run the same rentals for months on end, yeah, you like, can get longevity out of this yeah, rifle. Like most people shoot like 1,500 rounds in a day. Yeah, a, like a lot. Maybe, maybe 2,000 if you're going hard. Yeah. And then playing like once a month. Yep. Two thousand rounds a month, like like it's it's gnarly. How they, much like they're pretty impressive. Yeah, for I that was like my number one go to sales pitch was just like the longevity of these rifles, and they keep up with uh, the more expensive guns. Yeah, the, like the the only thing I would say they're lacking is is accuracy. The barrels and hop ups aren't great, yeah. but they're totally passable. Like accuracy wise, they're just as good as like a combat machine, which is yeah old gold standard. Yeah. Still holds um, the title in my book, but hmm? still holds the title. 
as like best. That's like the quintessential yeah. airsoft starter. Gun. Like everybody like even five still, years like, ago had a combat machine. Yeah, I mean they haven't changed in fifteen I years just, now. Hey, man, but if if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I just, I don't know. I'm just saying, G&G has to step up the game. Pretty I, they soon. are. Yeah, I mean, but like, uh, look, but not like, not have, not in like the two hundred dollar price range though. I, well, that's because they're not worried about that anymore. Well, technically, technically but, they have because the ARP nines are in the two hundred price range. That's true. Yeah, and it's in a sub gun compact, sort of. Yeah, that is true. So it, it they still they have stepped up their game. They just kind of left it's, the combat machine to bask in its glory as it slowly fades into the dying star that it is. Uh, I mean, shit, they still fucking mass produce them. They so, do I mean, still sell them. They, they're still making them. I mean, they're still great guns, but they're they're showing their age. Yeah. but um, they're, they're definitely old fillers. All right, let's go get into my setup. Yeah. What, what, what'd you go with? So, I'm actually curious. For my rifle, went for the Matrix Calico Jack. Yep. Yep. Which very similar to the Matrix G threes. Um so the, the Matrix G threes are made by S and T. Um and their gearboxes are kind of a copy of uh Ares Amoeba system where it uses the sector detection and the microswitch system. Um Calcos are made by Double Eagle? Yes. 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 I always get double, double Eagle and Golden Eagle confused. Because on the on the polymer receivers, it's Calico Jack. Mm-hmm. On the aluminum receivers, I think it says Double Eagle on it as well. Yeah. But um, they have their own MOSFET system, quick change spring, come in a bunch of different versions, all with M-Lock handguards, aluminum M-Lock handguards, whether you get the polymer or the uh, aluminum receivers, which the aluminum receivers are a really good deal if you really want a f- all metal body, yeah, because um, I think those start at like two fifty. Uh, I think the lowest they went was two fifty. I think the highest they went was like three twelve. Yeah, maybe three. Depending on length and stock. Yeah, um, but it, that's like the lowest on the lowest end for a all metal gun, and it comes with quick change spring, micro switch trigger. Uh, was it two mags? Or was it one? Uh, it was one mag. They only come with one mag. Yeah. I'm thinking of uh, Specno. they do come with mid caps. Yeah. They don't come with yeah. high caps. But no is, speed loader. No speed loader, but most people, once they buy mid caps, are never going to use that high cap again. Fair. So, Fair. Hey, I still keep mine around. I I have like three. <laughs> I don't think I've touched them in 10 years. Uh, exactly. They're, they're sitting in my... <laughs> they, they still linger. It's like that stray cat. They're They're under a pile of like old like a lancer plate carrier or something yeah <laughs> and my old oh lord my Not old arena flakjack goggles um then you got you got that bad boy a sling right oh yeah you gotta have a sling yeah yeah so the the Same. calico i went is the polymer one the carbine length um but you can go with whatever you want this one comes in at 205 which is like middle of the road uh, for the prices, um, went with a LBX two-point combat sling. Ooh, okay. Speaking really of my heart, great value for slings. Okay, 
$32.99, quick adjust. Um, it's not my favorite quick adjust because it's got a, uh, you got the long tail. Yeah. So you, you pull the tail to tighten and then it's got a little yeah. uh, metal little friction clasp. latch that you open up. Clamp. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a little, little spring yeah. clamp. So you pull a, pull a tab in it. Yeah. Really. You, you kind of have to, you know, finger it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Get your thumb underneath it's, it's it. It's got a pull cord. It So it's got a pull cord, but the reason why I moved away from it was because that pull cord just wasn't it. Like I, I couldn't get the control out of it as easily. Like I, I always had to like push past. And then when you try to pull back, it actually locks it back down. So it kind of turns into a two handed process versus my Pharaoh mm. where it's, it's that plastic or well that rubber so you can actually control it and then push out and then pull in when you needed it. Yeah. I mean, it's just not my, my favorite, but it's totally serviceable. Yeah. And I, I love the padding on the LBX. Yeah. Very nicely padded. Yeah. I, um, in my opinion, way better than the Pharaoh. The padding. The padding. Yeah, for sure. I would take the padding over the Pharaoh. It's, it's some of the best padding I've seen, yeah. honestly. Like, like the only if I had to rate it, it'd be Blue Force then LBX. I don't like the Blue Force padding. See, I, I do. I like the Blue Force non-padded slings. Dude, you're insane. Because they don't need the padding. You're insane. They're 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 thick enough and plush enough. You're no, they don't need padding. insane. For padding-wise, I would put Haley and then ah, LBX. See, I put Haley slightly above Pharaoh. It's not enough padding. No, it's just the right amount of padding. No, it's it's not enough padding. <laughs> no, it's just enough. No, I need I need coverage. Okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> for thirty two ninety nine, fair. It's not a bad price. You, you're going to be hard pressed to find a quick adjust sling. Thirty two ninety nine now. Thirty two ninety nine. When they were thirty one eighty. Well, like two years ago. <laughs> Back in my day. Back in my day. Uh. Yeah, but everyone should have a sling. Everyone should learn how to use a sling. Fair. Fair. Because if you don't learn how to use a sling. See, I went, suck. I went full hoodie warrior, man. And it should be a two-point sling. <laughs> Don't even bother with that one-point shit. Yeah, I did one point way back in the day. It, it's not worth it. I it's did it for that. like a hot second. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I was like this. It's all fun and games, so your plastic buckle gets shot. And you're well, I had a P90, so I kind of... Well, yeah. One point was my only option for yeah. a while. But. See, I did one-point rifle sling, and my buckle got shot. Mm. My gun hit, mm-hmm. the, hit the deck, and I Classic. was really sad. It was a it was a Condor one, right? Yep. Yeah. Still have it. Don't use it. Don't use it. Don't use one points. Two point all the way, and if no you... bungees. Yeah, bungees are dumb. Yeah, uh, your gun shouldn't bounce. No. Oh my god. I. <sighs> <laughs> For God's sake, never use a two point bungee sling. Are they are out there? You yeah. I have one because it was like the only oh. two point we had in stock and I like just bought oh. a new shotgun I wanted to play with. I think I know. I think it's the one that's actually on Randall's. We have a, there's a few companies. That yeah. Make them. Condor makes one. Condor makes one. Of course one. they do. It's the Condor one is a convertible. Oh, from two one point, point to, to one point. Uh, yeah. But those are dumb too. Don't use yeah. those. Yeah. I mean, speaking from experience. Like, Look, like I love you Magpul. We've failed, but so y'all can succeed. I love you, Magpul, but I'm never using the multi-mission <laughs> in one point. <laughs> hey, look, Magpul's coming a long way. They just got to revamp their slings. They did come out with a, a version of the 
the MS Sling that doesn't have the convertible feature. I feel like we looked at that one in the office. Which Can't actually, if you do want, uh, the Magpul Slings are actually pretty good, and they're not too expensive. The, you're talking about the uh, their newer ones, right? I I think it's like MS. It's like MSP, MSL, whatever. No, there's like MS1, MS2, MS3. I feel like they should just stop after four. Because <laughs> once you get to 13, then it gets really bad. All right. Get a sling. And this has uh, the HK-style clips. So uh, you don't need a QD sockets or anything. I actually don't like QD sockets that much. Man... I'm I'm not a huge fan. We'll we'll save that for I usually, a little bit later. I usually wrap my stock. Just use the sling loops on the nah. on the stock, and then uh, do a hook on the front. Nah. LCT makes a like uh, Zenico clone, uh, just little sling ring Picatinny mount. Yeah. Um, so you're talking bucks. like like full wrap through, right? Like you, on the stock, yeah. Like you. Oh, I meant for like the front end. Oh, the front end, I just hook it. So it's, so is it like the Magpul kick out? Say what now? So, all right. I don't use it properly. It's the Magpul QD point. The pair clip? Yes. The one that just takes up a single slot on the rail? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to, well, I still do it. I'm not well, they have I one that's to. a cutie socket, and then they have one that's a Yeah, a ring. so I have the cutie socket one, but I use it like I should be using the ring. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Where you hook into it? Yeah. Hook. So I, I would just hook into it and leave it there. I didn't I mean, realize that, that that was a cutie socket at all. You didn't realize? No. Okay. I just thought it was a really thick ring. Like, <laughs> really thick this ring thing with is a solid. small opening? Yeah. Like yeah. fighting to get the hook in? No, I, it went in seamlessly. Oh, okay. Uh, shout out Pharaoh. Well, I know um, I get to hook in. I mean, for airsoft, it doesn't matter that much, but yeah. But you know, every real sim nerd is going to get on you. But what's yeah, your uh, but what's your next product? You you got to teach me on. Fair. So teach them right. They'll you should fine. at least have one quick release on your sling. Uh huh. You don't need two. Having two quick releases is dumb. See, I like two though. No. Nope. You I only like need to, one. One on the stock, one on the front. Nope. Nope. <laughs> to each their own. Nope. I, it's just... It, <laughs> to each it's their jangly. Own, wrong. There's too much, too no, much stuff it, on the gun. It, it rattles make, around. It doesn't make any noise. What does make noise yeah. is the fact that I, I now QD on my stock, but I have a Magpul freaking uh, uh, ambidextrous swivel on the back end, the one that hooks in. Oh, the those are... Tube. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that thing's so fucking noisy. I don't even use it. No, I hate those. It's those on terrible. my it's on my AR, and I still QD into the yeah, stock. Take it off. Look, I I bought the damn thing. I'm gonna use it at some point. <laughs> you know what? You know why it's there? It's for when the QD breaks. And I still have something to clip onto. You know what won't break? <laughs> Freaking inch and a half webbing wrapped around sling. your buffer tube. <laughs> You're right. However, with a triglide, no. two triglides. <laughs> so when one triglide fails, you got a backup. Nah. Bomb proof. I'm going to stick to my bomber. I'm going to stick to my QDs until I die. No, no. QD on the front. That's all you need. 
Um, What's your next product? All right. So that's the gun. Uh, the gun, the sling. Gun, sling, mount. Um, What'd you do for uh, Face Pro? I do want to talk about uh, battery. Oh, yeah. Evic.com has battery <laughs> packages yeah. for LiPo batteries. Comes with a battery charger and a LiPo sack, um, which saves you a couple bucks. You're going to buy all those anyway. Um, so basically, you get a free LiPo sack for the cost of the, the battery, battery and charger. charger. Yeah, it's 57 bucks for the 1,000 milliamp. At most, you're... Yeah, actually, because I've never once sold a lipo bag. I'm gonna be honest. I never once. I've sold a few, but I mean, like, I would recommend it. Yeah. I, all right, especially with the way batteries are nowadays. I'm not saying they're all gonna explode on you, but it's been way more common now than it has been in the past. Buy yourself a lipo bag. I don't own one, but I'm telling you to buy a lipo. A bag. lipo bag is way cheaper. Yeah, then burning down your house. Like, best case scenario, you like scorch your carpet. I worst case scenario, you burn your house. Your whole house is gone. Yeah, that that was always the eye opener. Telling uh, guests, customers, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Yeah. So don't burn um, down your parents' hundred thousand dollar (laughs) house. The market's about to skyrocket. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, buy buy a lipo bag. Plus, if you think and about it, you're gonna spend fifty seven dollars on the battery and charger. It's essentially a free lipo bag. Yeah, like you would think. Oh, I'm paying for a seven dollar lipo bag. You're not. It's fifty seven dollars for a battery and charger. I yeah. promise you. Yeah, for for a lipo smart, a decent smart charger, and a lipo. does it say which one it is? Is it Tenergy for the charger? It's so it's not the Tenergy. Um, it? It's actually the. I think they come with a couple different. Ones depending oh, on what like they have in options. stock, but the one it shows with it is the blue uh, oh, matrix charger. Okay, which I would put it like one step below the Tenergy. Does it have the the readout window? No. Okay, so it's just the lights. Yeah, it's just the lights, but it's the one I use. I've yeah. never had a problem with it. That's not bad. I um, mean, it's not going to burn your house down. Yeah. Unlike some of the cheaper ones, we've had problems with. <clears throat> so, okay. I wouldn't recommend shipping out on your lipo charger. Yeah, don't. But um, yeah, if you're spending less than thirty bucks on a lipo charger, I'd probably stay away. <laughs> um, Just because you found a good deal online doesn't. Yeah, gun. Aries A mags, five pack. Ah, uh, you'll you see why with, in a second. Yeah, uh, you went with extra mags. Yeah, I went for the transparent ones mm-hmm. for the extra like, I think that's like seven dollars more, <laughs> or like five dollars more. Um, just yeah. get the transparent. Had, had just to go for the cool. drip. Yeah, I gotta go for the drip. Man. I think the black ones are like fifty bucks. These ones are fifty five for a five pack. But it's all gonna make sense here in a second. It's it's a good value. I mean, <laughs> and honestly, five of those mags will last you your entire airsoft career. Yeah. Like fifteen years ago. God. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm yeah, old. you got time up on me. I'm old. But fifteen like years I'm ago six years in. I got one set of mag brands mid caps a seven pack 120 round mid caps and i'm still using them yeah i've lost one like one of them is broken all the rest of them are still kicking so take your mid caps and they'll last you your entire life see 
I can't speak because I bought PTS EPMs <laughs> as like my first ever mid caps. Which I mean, EPMs are nice, but well, they're most the gen people ones don't need whenever them. they had the old yeah. school follower, so it was yeah. known for like snapping or getting caught, but getting sucked up in your Odins and ruining them. I mean, I still have KWA mags are still kicking. Mm-hmm. I mean, keep it simple. Out. Yeah, One Piece follower spring. Yep, base plate. That's all Boom. you need. Routine um, maintenance. You don't even need to just just don't look, leave them dirty and don't leave them loaded for like a year. Um, yeah, but yeah, those will literally last you your entire career. You'll never have to buy mags again. Never have to. You probably will, because there's going to be some cooler mag. <laughs> but like the EPM two. <laughs> Uh, mag speed loader wise get a normal 500 round plunger speed loader damn 15 bucks I knew I I forgot something you didn't get a speed loader I didn't get a speed loader (laughs) (laughs) so they're gonna have a fun Uh, time straw loading that look airsofters are friendly someone will let you buy a speed loader yeah somebody's got noted that is one thing about starting an airsoft is somebody's always got you yeah you show up at the field you forget something somebody's got you the you community need a, you need a charger, a you need a battery. With that. You forgot your speed loader. Uh, somebody will you hook forgot you up. your gun. Somebody's got a spare. Yeah. Like, dude, it's so wholesome. Yeah. Very welcoming community. Yeah. Um so that's everything set up for the gun. I just went for the Colt point two five gram BBs, ten ninety five yeah. for five thousand. Look, or it's actually not five thousand. It's it 4, ain't 000, no damn one kilogram Bushido BB. But, <laughs> it is not. They know, don't I have do a samurai like helmet on the front. Yeah. <laughs> but That's they do say like cold, which does matter to some people. Yeah. Okay. I'm. Those people two are wars. wrong. Two wars. <laughs> those people are wrong. <laughs> two but. Wars. Um. <laughs> no. Yeah. They do say Colt on them, which some people like, but they're not the best BBs. They're not the worst BBs. They're gonna work fine in your gun. It's gonna shoot. It. It gonna shoot. <laughs> And they won't break in your gun. Yes, that's true. They don't have seams. And if you buy the heavier BBs, a little more accurate, a little more range, your gun's going to shoot nicer. That's why I like to start with the two fives because a lot of guns like to shoot with that. But starting out, it just gives people a little better experience. I'd also like to say that the uh, Bushido BBs are also seamless. I completely forgot. I don't have any experience with. They also say they're mirror polish, which. Hey, you know what? (laughs) Hey, bro. I don't. I don't know about mirror polish. Look, I've never seen an actual like. They have a samurai on the bag. I believe it. (laughs) I believe it, man. (laughs) I think. uh, I can't remember where I've heard of Project CL before. Do they make the? They make the. They make the 1022, right? The surgeon one? They make the 1022. I don't know if they make it. I'm pretty sure Airsoft Surgeon makes it. But it is is listed under Project CL. Yeah. Okay. They get some respect from me for that. They also make some some ASG Shadow 2 parts. Okay, so they probably just distribute Airsoft Surgeon. ASG Shadow 2 triggers. Okay, it's probably the third. Yeah. Figures. Okay. Um, Actually, a lot of cool stuff by them. All right. It's all Shadow Two parts. <laughs> all it is, and Dan what? Dan Weston. Okay. That's Respect. actually pretty sick. Respect. Yeah. Shout out 
fucking CL project for making a cool ass BB bag. <laughs> Didn't de- definitely did not know anything else that y'all made other than the 1022, but that's actually pretty pretty sick. That's cool. I have to look at some of those parts. Man, now you got to. I still want to get a shout out too. Now you got to let them in on the uh, on the big secret as to why you got a five pack of mags. Oh, it's for the uh, to run your chest rig. Yeah, what's the chest rig? Uh, Matrix High Speed, all caps. <laughs> Matrix High Speed, airsoft chest rig. Um, so I love this chest rig. It's the second chest rig I ever bought. Yeah, um, it's perfect. <laughs> it's not. It's similar to the HSGI one, right? Uh, or, so uh, it's Blue similar Force. to the Blue Force ten speed, yeah. but it I don't doesn't. Know why I'm getting them mixed up today? <laughs> this is the second now. time you've done it today. Yeah. Um, it's everything you need, nothing you don't. Super simple. It's got just a straight Fabric and pocket in the back. Matches. You just like just Velcro pocket in the center. That's like the whole width of the chest rig. It's about the size of a Chicom. Um, similar harness. It's got Super the H harness like a Chicom. Um, it's got elastic mag pouches like the Blue Force all the way across the front. Holds six mags. So you'll have room for yeah, so one you extra your five mid caps and then your sixth one being the one that came with your gun. Yeah, so you're going to have six mid caps, one of the guns, five in your chest. Baller. You're going to have an extra pocket. Throw some Skittles in there. <laughs> um, I, I, I do... I do endorse that. Snacks go in the pocket. Oh, yeah. Always. Oh, yeah. You got to have snacks. Chips. Anything. Um, I love this. I still use it. Dude, I, once in a while. I still eyeball that rig to this day. Not even, like, bullshitting you. You should run one mine time. Yeah? Yeah. Dude, it's great. I, do, I might run it, it with this. The one drawback I will say to it, so it doesn't have any padding, no ventilation. It's what the mat... You know what? You know what that sounds like? That's what the mags are for to prevent you from the impact. And you know what ventilates it? Body armor vent. Yes, and I do you, need to put. Yeah, I and, do need to put some body armor vent on it. And I want to put. I want to put some Velcro in the back to run a hanging. Yeah. So, you know what you can even use to get your body armor vent? <laughs> the uh, code Frost code. twenty at checkout when you uh, purchase from bodyarmorvent.com. So if you're looking at getting this rig and you want a way to ventilate it, the B24 is exactly what you're looking for. Fully, I still need to get some. Fully customizable. I've got a B24 at home. Yeah. Okay. Still have to use it, though. I have to use it on my backpack. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, I need one for my backpack, and I need one for this. I mean, I got you. You got me? Yeah, I got you. Get the homie hookups? Yeah. yeah All I right. I love this rig. I, I'm pretty sure... I'm the only one who I've ever seen actually using it. Did uh I think one other person has used it. Did Ghosty not run one? No, she ran the uh I thought she ran a uh high speed. High speed. Uh, she used to run something similar to it. I think, I think it was a similar Blue Force one. It was either the, I think it was the Blue Force one. Yeah. So Blue Force ones are also sick. Yeah, cuz she used to run something so much similar to that. If you got the scratch for the Blue Force. The Blue yeah. Force is nicer. But, but it's I mean, nice. It's got the molly. So if you want to put some like yeah frag extra, pouches, extra utility stuff. pouches, some fun bits. Yeah, um, that's actually really cool. How much is it? Oh, it's thirty nine bucks. Is it? It's still in stock, right? Uh, Coyote, um, the green, which is my preferred. Yeah, is out of stock right now. Um, 
I think we have a Ranger Green one in the shop, though. Yeah, it's, it, uh, it's been around for at a Outpost minute. Houston. It has. Um, these are actually they're made by Emerson Gear, uh, which honestly people love to knock on Emerson Gear, but because it's Chineseium, it's changed. I think we talked about it a long it time has, ago. We it has saw been the changing. shift. It's, it's been. I mean, they're. I've run their G3s. There, yeah, but tried I, I got one of these rigs a couple years ago. I used it for like a year straight, playing like at least once a month. No issues. Oh um, yeah, mine. I'm starting to get a little bit of the tearing on the bottom of the mag pouches. You're gonna get that with elastics, yeah. especially. I was running AK mags in them. That's one nice thing about the elastic pouches is they yeah. will fit AK mags. They'll fit M4 AK and. Nine mil, double stack nine mil. So if you're running an ARP nine, you can two stack on them. Yes, you can two stack on them. As well as um, and if you want to run like buku buku mags, you can just start shoving mags in the back pocket. Yeah, <laughs> it's not going to be like super comfortable, You'll but be the mag warrior. Like if you need to, you can hold like twenty mags in this thing. Yeah, it's actually interesting you mentioned the frame because I, I even got that with my blue forces. Like it's mm-hmm. it's very common. I yeah, mean, right right on the corners. Yeah, you're gonna the bottom get a corners. lot of wear and tear on it, but it holds up. So you don't have to worry about. Yeah, that. it holds up, and then I mean, how Dylan has holes in his. Yeah, and it still holds his mags. Yeah, they'll still hold your mags. Yeah, and then like once the whole bottom rips out, it's just a tourniquet patch now, <laughs> or or a very tight water bottle pouch. <laughs> yep, tight water bottles. Yep, frags, flashbangs. <laughs> It's a multi-function pouch because even when it tears, it's still useful. It's still useful, yeah. yeah. And you can shove any anything you can fit and more. Yep. With a little ingenuity <laughs> and enough force. And enough determination. It'll carry anything. <laughs> um, no, yeah, this it's like the perfect chest rig if you want to run just a chest rig. Yeah. Um, See, I want the play carrier route. You want the chest rig route. Yeah, it's a little cheaper. Yeah. Um, I find if you're not used to running a full plate carrier, they get hot. Um, body armor vent. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there wasn't body armor vent on your, uh, your starter pack. I, it's because my discount code don't work for the EVIC website. <laughs> it works for the body armor vent website. Okay. Um, I don't know. This is definitely a kit that like, and you'll, you'll see when I get to the face pro. This is a kit that, like, it's not for everyone. Yeah. It's for the which specific. Some people are going to want the extra protection of a plate carrier. If you get someone who's, like, maybe they used to play paintball, they're used to the pain, used to getting shot. Yeah. Um, or if they're just someone a little older um, who's, like, not worried about getting shot up, chest rigs are a good way to go. Inexpensive, holds everything you need. You don't sweat as much. Yeah. Um, Another good thing about chest rigs, if you're a big dude, yep, like they'll a, fit you. If you're a double XL, chest rigs are going to be a lot more comfortable than a plate carry. Yep. Um, uh, hey, look, so that's a good route. I love my big warriors. Those blue force plate carriers, or not plate carriers, the chest rigs, the blue force ten speeds, get massive. Yeah, like. Yeah, like fifty inch waist, massive. Yeah, gotta gotta fit them like, all, like man. Like sixty inch waist. Like, hey, big guys like, matter. Right? They do, but they should mm, keep going. 
look, how are they going to get fit if they can't do it? Fair. Look, fair. fair. Get them playing airsoft. I mean, they'll they get fit. They can go get on a fucking treadmill. <laughs> I'd rather sling BBs than run on a treadmill. I, dude, I'm with you, but right now I can't sling BBs, so I have to run on a treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> no, go outside. Don't run on a yeah. treadmill. Treadmills are lame. Dude, I can't, I can't get on a treadmill. <laughs> I'm not about it. I, I got to be outside. I got to have fresh air. I, I got to touch grass. I, <laughs> get some dirt on me. I can't run on a treadmill. Dude, well, I forgot up. the touch grass part. It's fucking hilarious. No. Look, it's a real thing, man. Gets I mean, you right. Yeah. Gets you right. Uh, put, you know, log out of League of Legends, go touch some grass, go run. Yeah, go get outside. Play BB Wars. Go enjoy nature. Play Apex Legends, but BB Wars. Be one with the earth. Yes. Wait. Yes. <laughs> what what was, that? What was that wait about? I don't know. It just came out. <laughs> it's a Freudian slip, but... Not so bad. Okay. Um, gloves. Ironclad Exotactile Pro Glove. I got a couple pairs of these. I just like bought them on a whim. Are those the ones with the, with the the mesh inside of them? No. Or are those They're the ones with the hard knuckle? They are not hard knuckle. No? They're not hard knuckle. They're not. So they have neoprene padding over the knuckles. Um, the oh. rest of the back is just like a nylon canvas. Um, and oh, then single I, layer suede palm, yeah, one I know piece which palm. One you're talking about um, Strike Force? No, EXO. 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 Okay, okay. They are fourteen ninety nine. Oh, which is like hot deal. God damn. I like. I bought them on a whim because I was taking a winter trip to Colorado, and I was like, I need gloves. All all of my I have like four pairs of mechanics. All of them fingers are trashed massive holes in them yep um so i'm like well either either i cut the fingers out of them or they just wire through um so i was like i need gloves that don't have holes in them and i'm leaving in like a couple days so i was like we had these in the shop and i was like 14.99 i'll try them cheaper than mechanics um cheaper than mine i was yeah by like a dollar these are like the cheapest gloves you can get yeah. that I would actually recommend. That's actually really nice. Um, they come in black, coyote, and green. Um, like I said, I own a couple pairs of them. I keep one in my range bag. Preferably in green. Just because I always... Preferably in green. Yeah. I chose the coyote for this kit because like everything's coyote, tan yeah. gun, coyote plate carrier. Um, I didn't do that. But yeah, I love these XOs. Um they're not the most padding, but they're enough that you're not going to, like, get bloody knuckles. Yeah. Um, anything's better than nothing. I wouldn't play with any less than this. But, um, like I said, if it's an older guy, used yeah, to get used a shot. To yeah. Maybe old paintballer or someone who's getting back into airsoft. Great option. Um, if it's, like, brand, brand new, like, kiddo, uh, I'd probably go with something more padding. Yeah. I mean, that's every parent um, now. They're like, oh, go get gloves. But yeah, these are actually more comfortable than mechanics. So, in my opinion, we talked about this before we spun up the uh, the cassette player. There, um, I have had a lot of experience with gloves, mm-hmm. specifically mechanics. Mechanics are fucking trash. If you buy mechanics, just 
tab out of the podcast right now. Thanks for listening this far. Get the fuck out of here. If you're going to sit there and preach fucking mechanics to me, you're actually garbage. They are blocky and uncomfortable. And I'm not just speaking from my perspective. I'm speaking from my first responder family that fucking hates mechanics. I I actually, the Evos have caught my eye. And I'm actually thinking about getting a pair to try them out. Me and my buddy Austin, That's this is all we do because we work mm-hmm. a lot with our gloves and we're mm-hmm. in and out of our pockets 24-7. I need to be able to feel what I'm grabbing but mm-hmm. also know that like it's still going to protect my hand a bit. I, I went with Pig because, yes, I dumped protection uh, on the top side, but that's that's – a very rare shot. You're more so going to take it more in the fingers, which yeah, you're you're way more likely to get yeah. hit on like I the, I the tip or first second. Knuckle. I own two pairs. I own the slim and I own the padded. Okay, the yeah. padded one. Uh, it's a bit more padded on the fingers, but it's still thin on the pads of my finger. Mm-hmm. So that way, whenever I'm in my pockets, I can actually still feel around and feel what my tools are. Yeah, and these the XOs are pretty good because they are the the thin bottom single suede. Yeah. The, Synthetic suede. See, I is it like full suede or does it have grippies on it? Uh, it does not have grippies. It's got little uh, like touch pads. It's got little like texturing on the on index like, finger and thumb. Okay, that's that's not bad because half the time you are kind of feeling around, and your index finger is the one that kind of leads the rest of the fingers. Yeah. Um, I've never had an issue with them like not being grippy enough. That, but I don't see, but need, that's fine. I don't need like a super grippy glove. Yeah, that, that's fine. They give you enough there. Mechanics are just slick all around. And that whole fucking use it with your phone bullshit doesn't work. Never works. Like, it depends on your phone. My I, phone, it works actually pretty well. No. Doesn't work on mine. Okay. Like, and also, whenever your fingers well, do Androids blow out and a, you cut uh, them, it Androids doesn't. have a glove setting. Okay. So you can like, okay, well, yeah. you can like change the sensitivity of the... Uh, I mean, Android over iPhone every day. <laughs> Yeah, they got like a I'm never switching. They mode. got like the standard mode, and then they got like an extra sensitive mode. Okay, which is actually pretty ne- neat. The uh, the ones I've actually been looking at are five uh, eleven, and for anybody that actually knows me, I don't really fuck around with five eleven, mostly because I don't like a lot of their products, but some of them are actually pretty cool, mm-hmm. like their gloves and their striker pants. I like their pants. I love their pants, but their gloves actually caught my interest. The whole topographical thing on the top end, I didn't really care. That I think it's neat. It, it's it a looks neat cool. little feature. I it get it. Cool. Camouflage, whatever. But I actually really it's like it for cool. its grip texture. Um, I do. Yeah, the other texturing on the fingers, and is they're nice. really they're. I'm not gonna say they tightness. don't fit me very well. Yes, they're very. Snug. I've noticed that they're for the more average finger. I will say for women they work very well. Yes, because they are that, a little that, bit, yeah, it's a little that, bit slimmer in the fingers. Yeah, a little bit more snug. Yeah, I've got fat sausages for fingers. So I've I've got like you've got moderate. My yours are not bad. Yours are like a halfway between mine. And I just like I have darts. a very thick palm, like this way. Yeah, it's very thick. Oh, yeah. I I am all fat handed, but my hands did not form out. I've got like an, I'm like size wise between a large and an XL, depending on the brand. Yeah. Um, just because like f- finger length wise, I'm usually like a large, 
but like palm width on like an X. Yeah, I, I, that was my problem in uh, high school with yeah. uh, marching gloves. Was like my if you get if you get them short. to fit your palm, that your fingers don't go to the. I, look, I yeah. looked at my hand. Now I'm self conscious about my fingers. <laughs> yeah, that is one thing with mechanics. I have to cut the yep. tips off the index, and, and, and then what thumb. happens when you cut the fingers? They fray. Like. I've never had a problem. I melt the edges. I have, and they still fray on me. Okay, but then again, I'm in and out of my pockets. I haven't. 24/7. I haven't had them frayed. I've had the stitching. Uh, so they rip down the side. They either fray or they bust at the stitching. Yeah, which I don't like because then at that point the whole glove's compromised, and then you just have to yeah. sit there and accept the fact that your glove is whittling <laughs> away on your hand. I don't. I don't clip the fingertips super short though. Uh, I do. Maybe like on the index, I do to my line on my index finger. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really go anything shorter than that because then I don't really get anything out of it. Um, and then I yeah. won't normally on the thumb, but the thumb always blows out on the stitching. So then I'm forced mm-hmm. to cut the thumb. Okay. Yeah. So they're just too blocky. And then in terms of like feeling things, mm-hmm. I can't. I, I just can't because there's too much material spaced out between me and my finger. Mm-hmm. That, like, I can't tell if that's my multi-tool in my pocket or not until I fully grip it. And I'm like, okay, that's my multi-tool. Yeah. So, when it comes to gloves, I've had a lot of trial and error with gloves. Hell, the Strike Forces, I didn't like. The Oakley Pilots, I didn't like. The, I'm not a big fan of the Oakleys. Uh, dude, they're just too puffy. They're like snow. Like, they're, they're ba- they are ski mm-hmm. uh, ski gloves, but, you know. Also, I can't operators. stand hard knuckle gloves. I, I, don't under- I don't understand it. I'm cool it's probably some tactical reason that is one thing that mechanics does well is the padding yes which i'll give them that not a lot of tactical gloves have as good a padding as the the impact yeah which i mean at most it's in terms of airsoft my my favorite my favorite padding which they actually don't make anymore is the impact threes were those the ones with like the really like puffy padding even on the knuckle side? Yeah, so on the knuckle and on the fingers. It's got like super puffy, but it's it's like pleated. It's like articulated on the knuckles. Yeah, so it goes and it also goes down the fingers, right? It's like no. Rubbing. It doesn't go down the fingers. It's got rubber pads on the back of the fingers. Like are they like little like little like bulges? It's the only way I can describe it. Like little like humps along the fingers. Yes. Okay, they still make them. Do they? Yes. Last time I looked, last time I went to go buy gloves, they're only in highlighter green, though. That's right. Yeah, they're only in like high vis colors. Yeah, they make them in like. Yeah, I guess the workforce needed them more than anybody else. Oh no, they redesigned them. These are different. Did they? Are they on the website? No. Oh, they're on mechanics. Yeah. Okay, looks like they redesigned them. Unless I'm thinking of the twos, which I don't think. Oh, I am thinking of the twos. I like the Impact twos. Look those up real okay. quick. Because I was like, I've definitely found Impact threes like in my dad's truck. Which, yeah, they don't have any impact, impact twos, twos anywhere. Yeah, they did come out with a more thin variant of theirs, the kind of just like the pull-ons. Those are okay, but... 
Yeah, the fast fits. Yeah. I, I like them, but they still don't give me the same satisfaction that Pig, Condor, or uh, even the Evos do. I do like them because they don't, uh, they're very small. So you can just scrunch them yeah. up and fit them in small places. I it's like a like nice extra pair work. of gloves. Yeah. Um, just like keep them in your backpack or something. Yeah, just um, in case you need some. But I wouldn't use them as like tactical yeah, gloves. My uh, my gloves spiel. Anyway. I fuck with gloves. Ironclad XO gloves. Recommended. Um, and then brings us to head and face. This is where you said it got interesting, right? Yeah, I went a little different. Um, just like this is not something I would recommend for everyone mm-hmm. that's like not experienced. But in my experience, for me, like knowing everything I know now, this is what I would buy. Yeah. Um, just the setup that I like to run. Is it, um, is it the is it the ball clava? Uh, it's a neck gator. Okay. It, wait, so, is it the one with? Is it the one that you own? The one with like the little like design on it? No. Oh, okay. Man. Cuz don't cop my style. <laughs> you can't cop my style even though it's a milspec monkey gator. <laughs> I own one in black Dang and, it, now and you coyote. Just, now you just told me. Look, if you want to beat me for Halloween, which I don't know why you would. <laughs> uh <laughs> milspec monkey skull neck gator and uh condor uh baseball hat and Valken hyper right I use or do you, you use I use prescription Wiley X right yeah they're Wiley Enzo's okay which they're not the best but they're just what I could get yeah and they're good enough um but um I'm actually curious to see what you did for iPro so the gator I chose for this was the Condor multi-wrap which I like the 511's are really nice too but they're $17 which is eight dollars more than the Condor. Um, <laughs> so obviously, we're so cheaper. Right? I went with the Condor. Um, plus, you can get them in the Shamog uh, print, mm-hmm. which is just styling. <laughs> Big balling. Yeah. So with with that and the baseball hat, like super. Yeah, contractor. Contractor. What was like, it like two thousand eight contractor? Yeah, two thousand eight contractor vibes. Uh, especially with the like Chicam style <laughs> chest rig. Um, See, we're we're going for drip. Yeah, neck gator, you gotta have uh, the mesh mouth guard, the matrix wire mouth. Yeah, the matrix wire mouth. Um, they're ten bucks. That's way less than fixing a tooth. So run it, frost. As I'm feeling the <laughs> the space where my the, tooth the should gap be. where your tooth should be. Uh, um, I got one fix on the left. I just never got the right fix, and then I got two more breaking on the back. Yeah, which, I mean, like I said, yeah. not recommended for everyone because some people don't want to get shot in the face. Um, Save yourself $2,000. Buy a mouth guard. Oh, yeah. This is the the minimum I would run is a gator and a mouth guard, um, which that's, are, that's what I run pretty much all the time now. There are other options, but... That's just me speaking from an outdoor scene. Yeah. This is like the perfect middle ground between both outdoor and indoor. Yeah. If you're playing outdoor, it's perfect. If you're playing indoor, it's not very much for pet protection for a lot of people. But yeah. 
if you're used to getting shot in the face. Yeah, if you're paying, you know, the Every, everything important is protected. Yeah, you're not gonna get any permanent damage. You're just gonna, yeah, it's gonna sting a little bit for a minute. Yep. Um. Yeah, but that with a Condor Flex Fit, uh, mesh back, because I get hot. Um, I I would say the same, but you know. The hair flows free now. <laughs> 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 good, white chocolate milk dud. Uh, yeah. yeah, so. I miss it. <laughs> you miss it. <laughs> yeah, but Gator baseball hat, uh, mouth guard, and then ASG strike systems shooting glasses um, with the gasket and the uh, yep. full seal. The strap. Um, if you wanted to, you could run bigger goggles. HG makes some, can't remember what they're called, but they're like a low profile goggle. I don't like running those with baseball hats. Um, uh, just cause they kind of butt into each other. Yeah. But, um, another big reason I run the Gator in the mouth guard is, like I said, I like to get down on my stocks really tight, really like nose to charging handle. Um, and I can't do that with fucking anything else. Fucking wild. What? I'm sorry. I just I run sight risers, so yeah. What? Like no, I, nose to charging handle. Nah, risers get the head up. Come on now, GBRS. Did you ever shoot uh, Max's pistol when he had the uh, the, the Blackhawk? Uh, the Blackhawk. Oh, no, whenever it would fire back. Yeah, no, <laughs> see, that's why I keep my head up and get my nose away from the charging handle. No, I, I heard the horror story about Max shoving it into his nose. No, see, if your nose is touching the charging handle, it doesn't have anywhere to go. It doesn't develop the velocity. So it's actually... <laughs> you know when you use an airsoft part <laughs> on an AR? No, it was a Blackhawk. It's, it's, it was no. not an airsoft part. I still wouldn't trust Blackhawk. Is it the same company that made the holster? Yeah. Yeah, no. no. I have a couple Blackhawk slings because they're cheap as dirt and you can buy them <laughs> at Academy. <laughs> See, that's even scarier. And every rifle needs a sling. Every rifle needs a sling, just not one you can buy at Academy. <laughs> just splurge a little. You can buy you can buy, uh, Magpuls, Magpuls at Academy. Okay. Exception. Sometimes when they're in stock. Exception. Magpuls. <laughs> Look, I haven't had a problem with the Blackhawk slings. I got like three of them now. I run one on my PK. Just because no. I, I don't need a quick adjust for my PK. I Look, man. I run that with, a, with a sling pad. Everything, all right? One of these days, I'm going to like sneak in and just put a QD point on your PK. It's going to be in the stock. No, the, the QD is the, the pink paracord that the front's... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Front's exactly. tied on to and then you just take your knife and slice it. <laughs> you have to shears. replace it every single time. Oh, yeah. You're only going to need to detach it once. <laughs> hey, you never know. You never know. Um, plus, there's a hose attached to me. So it's like I, uh, <laughs> on that one. That's true. It's like a secondary sling. I would not want to drop that <laughs> on the hose. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's everything I got. What would your total come out to? Uh, four ninety-seven eighty-three. So you got about like three bucks. Yeah, it's not bad. But 
I got, you, yeah, you want I a bit mags. more in-depth. I want more Hoodie Warrior. Yeah, I mean, you could go get away with a little less. Yeah. Um, and you, then just, you can also definitely budget out your kit versus buying mine outright. Because mm-hmm. your, yours is one that I would take, like, steps on. Like, you could probably hold off on the mags. Yeah, and I mean, like, realistically, you could go without the sling for a little bit. Yeah. But I Did, wouldn't. I would say get a sling. Yeah. Personally. I your, like yours is more budget-friendly, though. Yours is, like, the, the definite, like, you know, I know what I want, but I don't have the money right now. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm going to buy this. But yeah. also, like, this is all stuff I still use. Fair. None of this is anything I use. Yeah. <laughs> None of it. Yeah. If if yeah, like I'm I, not rebuilding. I still my wear the kit. Condor baseball hats. Yeah, I'm not rebuilding uh, what I built, what I have now, mostly because I don't want to look at that number. <laughs> I don't want to look at that number. I'm not. It's it's got a comma. If I sold it all right now, I'd I'd have a comma in my bank account, and all my troubles would be gone. Oh no, for sure. But I'm not. Because, fuck that. <laughs> like, if somebody wants to buy my AVS, DM me an offer. Yeah, but definitely, if you wanted to get like an extra battery, which I don't think you really need, thousand milliamp hours in modern guns last no. long enough. You you can always get away with one battery. Plus, I mean, you could forgo buying five mags and just buy like one extra, and buy an extra mag which, or an uh, extra battery. Which stock platform is that on the uh, Calico? By the way, is that the? So it's the tanker stock. Is that the the one that has the the collapse in on it? Yeah, it's the two rail attack collapsible. Now, is the battery the right one for it? Yes. Okay. It will fit. Okay. I will say, be very careful with those calico stocks. Yeah, you'll puncture that battery. Yes, because the slide rails, if you don't get them lined up just right, when you slam the stock home, you can either chop it'll just your like, wire, or it'll it'll just your slice your battery right up and yeah. Um, there's a special way. I think it's if you get it down the center, and then you chuck the wires back into like the little like nipple part of it, you're you're set. Mm-hmm. You're home free. Yeah. Uh, I also just recommend like leaving the stock in there. Yeah. Just pull just r- pull the stock all the way out. Pull the cap off the back. Leave the stock actually in it when you put the battery in. Um. But um, it's not my favorite. I would go with the buffer tube. But this is what they had in stock. The only one they had in stock right now, yeah, was the tan with the tanker stock. But which, and I, in my opinion, the the two rifles that we picked are like, quint. Now I wouldn't say quintessentially the go to for the store guys here, but it's definitely when you get that kid that walks in and he's like, "Hey, I need a gun." You know, I'll get the rest of it later. These are like definitely the two guns we always go to because they're not walking in. We we've had our big baller like, oh, I, I got a thousand bucks. All right, cool, let's go look at Crytek. You know, it's we we had our brands for the guys that came in with certain budgets. Yeah, you like our you'd ask them for a price budget. range, and it's like you got the like less than two hundred dollar guns. Yeah, which is like SEMA. Yeah. Which basic SEMA. It always also turned into what's your budget? Okay, now what are you looking for? Yeah. Well, it was what's your budget? We'd show them with the guns within their budget, and then it would turn into, oh, I'm just not liking this. Okay, what do you not like about What are you trying to accomplish here? Yeah. And then it turns into, you know, 
Everyone always thinks that we pick favorites with guns. We don't. I mean, I mean we kind of we, we do. Have a we have the like we have like the yeah. go tos. But because. like we we have the wiggle room between the guns that we know we're we're down for. Yeah, I mean, there's just some that are just easy sells. Like yeah, the Matrix easy sell. Yeah, Calico's yeah. easy sell. They're gonna be walking away happy. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about that. And quick salesperson tip. Um, this always worked for me. Uh, a lot of people don't like to feel like they're being upsold where it's like somebody comes in and they want to, they only want to spend $200 and you're like, well, here's a $200 gun. You're going to have to spend f- an extra 50 bucks yeah. on accessories. Um, show them something exactly on their price range that they're looking for. Show something less than their price range and, and show something. something a little bit more. Yep. So it's that's that's what I always do is the like Goldilocks they, method, g- right? they give me their price range and like what kind of gun they're looking for and I would be like all right they want to spend 250 here's a calico jack it's right smack dab in the middle of their price range yeah um and then I would show them like one a little bit lower like one of the like Colt Sport lines they yeah. go down to like like 170 or yeah. show them like a little bit higher like a G&G SRS or an Amoeba yeah. at like 275, 250. Yeah. Like uh we we called it Goldilocks. Yeah. Uh, too high, so too I, cold, I would, I would just, just right. Yeah, I would pick three guns for them yeah. just to like look at first. I don't like lay out and then, the entire freaking yeah. wall on the counters. Yeah. And then then you've now overwhelmed them because I mean when you walk into an Evic store, especially now the Houston store, everybody thought it was overwhelming back at the old location. Oh yeah. It's way worse now because the guns go to the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Granted they did at the old place, but they were spaced out and cluttered. Now everything's in front of you, literally everything. So, yeah. you know, they're walking in, you got to kind of walk into it easily. So that way it's not like, and you're looking oh like God. 20 feet, yeah. 20 feet up. So that's actually a really good tip for any of you that are actually working in the airsoft industry. And it works. It's it's a good sale tactic for yeah. anything. Hell, I, it's I like, sold stubs cards that way, dude. Well, yeah, because <laughs> it's one thing. It's like you don't you don't come at it from a place of like I want to get more money out of this person. You come at it out of the places they're going to be happier with their experience if they spend a little bit more. Yeah. But yeah, those were our but, yeah, uh, those were choices. our player kits. So, like we said. Any and all of our kits can be found on evic.com. If you want to go rebuild them, uh, by all means, just listen. We said all the names. Just type them in. Yeah, one more thing. Um, If you did want to go full face, other than the Vulcan mask, another Uh, great one. Empire. Yeah, the Empire Helix. I knew. I Um, I had a feeling you were going to bring that. $39.95. Uh. It's a little bit of a nicer thermal lens than the Vulcans, even. You also have um, customizable colors, right? Not on the Helixes. Not on the Helixes. Okay. That's on their, like, sport line, or their premium line, Yeah, right? their premium lens, Okay. Yeah. They're, they're like, $100 masks. They okay. do that. But these are $40, bucks, $39.95. Um, pretty tight cut. Um, it's a little bigger than, like, a. it's about the same size and coverage as, like, an I-4, or mm-hmm. I-5, rather. Um, so it comes down a little bit farther than like an I-4. So it comes all the way past your chin, all the way past your jaw, all the way around your ears. Um, but it's a flexible. Okay. It's like a, it's a little stiffer than, uh, the die lower. 
Um, so these ones, you're not, BBs aren't coming through. Okay. Um, but it's tight enough and flexible enough. You can still get on sites, okay. uh, which is nice. But yeah. And the lens so, is a little bit nicer than uh, the Vulcans. It's actually pretty solid. Yeah, um, really good. So have you seen the, the new, the new drop, the new hot boy coming to the market? I actually didn't look at any of the stuff recently. I just like, man, heard whispers about this, it. The whispers are now true. However, they are still suppressed. <laughs> it is the Crytek Silence Co. Maxim. They are whispers. I, dude, this has been a gun that has kind of been a dream of mine because I like I'm, I'm a big Demo Ranch fan. And I remember whenever he like got the Maxim Nine, I was like, "Oh, that thing's so fucking cool." They're really cool guns. Yeah, but now we have an airsoft variant, and I'm I'm down. It's, I I'm ready to ditch the Sig. <laughs> like I'll get one. Really, I'll do yeah. the whole holster setup and everything. Dude, I'll do a Splinter Cell like kit just for this. Oh, that'd be sick. Like, dude, freaking, and the fact that this is what I love. It's also like, I just thought of this. It's like super cyberpunk looking. Oh, yeah. Like, dude, this, this is perfect for like any like future milsim, like any like future little like mini sim or if even if you're trying to do like a RoboCop or like future cop like esque kit, this is perfect for it. And also, the one feature I love, I actually found pretty intriguing and I fell in love with. Look at that uh look at that BBU. Uh, it's all rear. There's no moving slide. There's nothing. The slide doesn't move? So it racks back, but similar to the AAP, where it's just a single moving part, the entire rear end mm-hmm. uh kicks back, but it's less travel. So instead okay. of having a full slide move, you've just got the back piece moving. And it's on two rods that keep it in place. Okay, so kind of like the real one. Yeah. It's pretty much one-to-one. Or it's like it's almost like a split slide. Yeah. And it's so freaking cool because all you have to do is... I can't remember the teardown video exactly, but all you have to do is like either punch something out or turn something, and then it just clicks off. Mm, and you still mm-hmm. have the entire lower and everything. You can still get to the, to the striker and all that. Yeah. And you, can, and you can work on the BBU and all that. And it's also full auto. Oh, it's a button on the underside of the uh, underside of the uh, the unit. So it's kind of mm, like okay. uh, kind of like how you tear down the AP01, except that button just clicks okay, off. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's full auto. Uh, it has its RMR. I mean, if you think about it, this is like perfect to turn into an airsoft gun. Oh yeah. Because it's a fixed barrel, like rotating bolt, and it's recoil spring, super thing. gas efficient. Oh yeah, because that like there's little to no gas uh, escape out of there. Mm-hmm. But it's RMR, it's already RMR cut, and it has the mounting plate that can take SROs and MRDs, hollow suns, and micro uh, SROs. Does it come with a pick mount too? No. Okay. Not yet. But you can get a pick mount. I believe so, but it has a th- uh, three different, if not four different, uh, foot plates for RMR selections. Mm-hmm. Um, the mag, and it's a stationary. It's a it's barrel mounted. Yes, and the barrel is fixed. Yes, so and I believe the hop the up is actually a dial hop up. If I'm not wrong, because um, I, I watched the video on it like 
a couple days ago, so my memory is a little bit fuzzy on it. But I believe it is a dial hop-up. Um, so you just turn a key mm. in it. Mm-hmm. Um, the They do have the extension kit for it. Uh, so if you want to keep it a little, little compact boy. Yeah, it's got the same modular suppressor system as the real one. They... Uh, Wait, were you talking about the pick rail on the bottom? No, I was talking about like a pick rail for a sight mount. Okay. Which um, they do have a pick rail on the bottom. Yeah, well, it's a key mod slot on the bottom, just like the actual That's right, one. yeah. Uh, so it is the same key mod footprint. Honestly, mod. I don't know why you'd run a flashlight on this, because that's actually really freaking low, but... <laughs> Big massive gun. Yeah. But it would be cool for the aesthetic. Uh, but they also have the extension kit and the Ace Tech already out for it. That's right. Yeah, you like can get all, it with a... everything that you want. If you want to deck this bad boy out straight out the gate, holsters out, RMR plates out. If you got a key mod gun that you haven't touched in 20 years, by all means, grab your accessory rail off of it, slap it on the bottom, put your flashlight on there. Heck, put a PEC-15 under there if you want. You could put a BCM foregrip on it. You could. That's actually really funny. You could definitely put a BCM foregrip. Um, they've got the extension kit. We've already said the holster. Um... The magazines are actually my favorite part. Cause oh, this is this is incredible. What? No, the mags. The mags? Yeah. That's so like the, that's that's the best news. Full aluminum, sixty sixty one aluminum. Yep. Stupid light Glock mags. So imagine Proin, but a Glock mag. Now, not only does it take uh, the do you have the mag that it comes with? It's also TM and Elite Force compatible. So if you got a Glock 17, but you haven't used it in a while because your Glock 17 got a little bit bland and you're kind of over it, and you want to try something new, take your mags, go gas them up, grab this bad boy, start chugging. And which also, if you got an HPA adapter, it'll probably take it. Oh, yeah. It's also, so it's dual power, so CO2 or green gas, yep. depending on the mag. Dude, I, did which, I not say I this mean, a while back? That that's just going to be the common. Oh yeah, that's like standard now. now. All all new pistols are going to be yep dual power and then full auto freaking. So it's it's pretty much one to one, but it's also for forget which gun out there is eleven millimeter positive. Is it the high kappa? No, it's twelve millimeter negative, right? Uh, or twelve thirteen? No, it's a it's eleven. I, I can't remember what, what high kappa barrels are threaded at. Yes, 11 millimeter positive. Okay. High kappas? Some of them. Uh, like That's like the WeTech and the older high kappa, like the older TMs. Okay. Uh, the newer TMs, they do a weird. Oh, it's also uh, compatible with TM spec uh, buckings and barrels. Yes. So you can put your PDIs in it. Yep. Put a maple leaf in it. Oh, get that thing shoot beams. Don't they have it? Maple Leaf came out with uh, GBB Mr. Hops now, too. Ooh. Dude, this thing's going to be freaking slanging. Um, but, yeah, that's that's the new hotness that has hit the market so far that we've seen. So, price. The price isn't bad. I'm not going to lie. The price it's, isn't bad. It's, it's ex- a little bit higher than it's Glock. It's expensive. It's expensive. 229 MSRP. But, but look at it. It's all 6061. Yeah. 
So I, I would I I would say it's worth two twenty nine. Yeah, that's like well, that's on the expensive side for yeah an airsoft pistol. Like that, I would say that's actually reasonably priced. Like, oh yeah, even though it doesn't come with all the stuff, it's still a beautiful pistol out of the box. Even if you just run it plain Jane, how it is, do no accessories, no upgrades, no nothing, no holster. Well, let's say I you mean, buy like, the holster. How much do people spend on the APs? Friggin' one twenty ish. Oh, they're like they no AAPs. AP they, they start at like a hundred, yeah. Yeah, they're like a hundred to like one eighty. They they start at a hundred, and then people put like another hundred dollars yeah, of parts on them. Put like race triggers, blowback units, because they buy an all plastic gun and then replace all handle. the plastic parts with metal parts, and then yeah. But so it eventually ends up as a silencer go. <laughs> yeah. It so, but yeah, you're, you're. But the best part is you don't have to do anything with the gun really, unless you want to change the bucking barrel. Yeah, it is Crytex. First gas blowback. Yeah, there. Which, from what we've seen, nobody else has been like hand in the pond with this. Like, yeah, it looks nobody. it looks like a completely from the video down to just reading. I see nothing. Any, I don't know. They might have gotten some. They might have gotten some pointers. Like the BBU looks a lot like a Glock. Yeah, but I mean, it I, looks like a TM Glock BBU kind of. Well, they do. If I'm not wrong, which they I mean, do there's nothing new under the closely sun, with TM, right? I'm not wrong. Um, not super close. At least they're good friends with TM. I mean, they're on good terms with TM yeah. and uh, Katie Bouet. Yeah, so they got two solid contenders. But to I mean, ask for help. Yeah, my suspicion was they were going to work with VFC. Nah, but I mean, Crytex never been one to like they're one of the few people in the industry who don't really do that like the merge the like they're all about co-mingling themselves. yeah they they pretty much do everything themselves yeah which is actually really cool also it's rmrs rmrccs rms's and sros even though it doesn't okay. specifically say sro in the description it does say it on the footprint plate though but don't hold me to that, uh-huh. and don't go after Evic because you heard this on this podcast. Because <laughs> I do not work for Evic. I am just going off of my my eyes. Dude, I had to go through like four different plates before I found one that yeah would work, actually work on my uh, yeah my Kappa. On your Kappa. For Dude, one, it was, was a four a three, which like makes everything more difficult. Yeah, I ended up, you talked I ended up cutting the slide. Dremel out the slide. Yeah, but. yeah, and then uh, also a little honorable mention is the uh, the Wolverine. Uh, category five storm regulator. I think sick. Yeah, those look sick. And then Man, we actually found one. I'm still rocking the old, the old big boy red line. Yeah, the Gen yeah. One red line. Hey, dude, if it ain't those broke, things are don't indestructible though. Yeah, I mean, well, give or take. The have, new ones. Have you were, ever broken one? No, but there was definitely one sitting in the boneyard that needed a new uh, blast disc. Yeah, but that's like our burst disc. That's just a burst disc. Fair, fair. Also, that wasn't the regulator. I don't was think it not? those don't have pressure reliefs on them. I don't think they have them on the tanks. That's weird. What the wait? What was wrong with it? Because I remember Tristan. What was wrong? Yeah, we did have some regulators. Yeah, Tristan bought it. No, we had. I don't think we can talk about that. What? I don't think we can talk about it. You talking about the uh, the ninjas? That we kept having problems with? Again, I don't think we can talk about this. I don't know. 
I don't, I don't know what we're talking about yeah, anymore. Yeah, anyway. yeah, I don't. I don't think we're. I don't think we're allowed to talk about that. Maybe they do. No, yet yeah, red lines do have. I can't even remember. Yeah, because I do remember Tristan, Tristan bought it and it was buzzing. It was either that or the valve was broken. Because I thought that was a thing. No, that was a thing with the the ninjas. There was like a bad batch that went around. And there the was a bad batch of the Ninja yeah. SLP regs. Yeah. Also, people put the SLP regs on non-SLP tanks, and that's a bad idea. That's why I never recommend an SLP regulator. Always buy a high-pressure regulator, and you can use it on whatever tank. They're not that much more expensive. Also, the honorable mention here is the uh, the new uh, Wolverine Hydra for the P90. Oh, yeah. That's also yep. really cool. Yeah, we talked about them at the uh, grand opening. I talked with Spencer about doing that. I know it's going to make Randall really happy, but if uh, you ever have an overcycling problem with your Crytek P90 and you just given all hope up on it, just go ahead and buy a Hydra for it. Just HPA it. Your mm. AG problem is fixed, even though, <laughs> you know, it doesn't fix your AG problem. <laughs> but just to make Randall happy. Also, I saw I saw something on the website the other day that gave me a bad idea. They sell Virgin 6 DSGs. Oh, no. And I have a P90. You have a P90 to do it to. I do. But the, the issue with them is you can't run. There's no, like, Titan or aftermarket MOSFETs. For the team so spec. it's still off of standard wiring. Yeah, so you have to run scary. a standard harness and run. You could run a inline like, MOSFET, like a Warfet, but yeah, you'd have to run standard trigger contacts, and you'd have to keep the cutoff lever. So it, it almost definitely will not work in semi. -auto. Yeah, that full auto only. That's. But yeah, I mean, you'd, you'd have like to just the, throw the cutoff lever the away. The perfect gun for Tech City. Because those have cutoff lever issues as is, like just running normally. So it sounds like it's going to be a full auto only P90. Yeah. But it's going to go burt burt. I'd probably just convert it to a... Uh... Single? No, I would use one of the big uh, the big big switches and just mount that in place of the uh, the trigger contacts. Like the saw oh, switches, yeah, those big mitro switches, yeah, okay. Just mount one of those where the uh, the standard contacts are. Yeah. Then again, I mean, I mean, every micro switch is susceptible to breaking. Yeah, but those ones are are pretty tough. Yeah, they're big, and also you can service them, which is nice. True. You can actually pop true. them open, and when That's shit true. breaks on them, you can fix it. It's really true. Um, also, uh, for all you high kappa boys out there, uh, we were scouring another good airsoft shop to go spend your money at, uh, Amped has a boatload of high kappa parts in right now. Yeah. They got a bunch of, bunch yeah. of, a, uh, AIP parts back in stock. And they got some cow cow stuff for APO ones. Yeah. Ooh, they got the LA Kappa customs. Uh, tornado guide rods for four threes now. Ooh, those are hot. I like those. That's actually pretty solid. See, yep. we're we're not also just going off on tangents. We're also informative <laughs> from time to time. 
Uh, also, for all, all the snipers out there, uh, the TAC 41s, uh, they have a bunch of parts in for yeah amp just got all well. the uh all the upgrade parts for the tech yep. 41s in they have uh even have uh buckings and nub for you um as well as mag pouches okay cool <laughs> not gonna lie i'm not yawning because i'm tired i'm yawning because we stay up too late yeah we stay up too late playing uno oh my god um yeah i shout, shout him to, out but uh, he's never uh, gonna listen to this podcast what tristan yeah there's no reason he doesn't listen to the podcast. Lunatic, madman, psychopath, yeah, absolutely bombing my hand in Uno. <laughs> um, other than that, for the most, if part, you want to experience us playing Uno, you should uh, join Frosts on Twitch. Oh my lord! Yeah, Frosty Boy two two three. Frosty like Boy two two three on Twitch. Minus my Instagram. Um. um Oh, for you uh, night vision boys, they uh they have the noise fighters, uh, PVS fourteen uh, single monocular, the featherweight mount. It's their EX fourteen arm on uh, amped right now, and it's only eighty four ninety nine. Which compared to most, it's not bad, but uh, it does allow you to swap eyes. So, I like that. Ooh, that's a that's a sweet slide. Look at this thing. Ooh. That is yeah. the Edge Max slide for 119. That's not bad. It looks like a cheese grater, so no glove, no love, but it looks pretty sexy. That's actually pretty cool. I like that. It's only 119.99. The edges have always been pretty pretty intriguing to me. Yeah, um, but I like that. It's very clean lines. Yeah. That's what you it, like to see in a cat. And it doesn't have massive holes in it. I mean, hey, you got to reduce the weight. I, it's already an aluminum slide. <laughs> it's not that. It's no, not you got to reduce it more. It has to be. It has to be so light that whenever I run, I rack it. Yeah, it'll be really lightweight when the whole front of the slide snaps <laughs> off and your guide rod <laughs> fires it out off into the arena. Oh man, I. <laughs> Oh my lord! I I can't. I I've done that almost like two times to Bailey when she, uh, Bailey, yeah, Bailey. She used to work with us. She was our uh, the she used to work the registry. Brooke, Bailey, Bailey. Yes, Bailey. Yeah, remember the, like the two times I've almost killed her with an M nine guide rod. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, guide rods. I yeah. almost killed myself with an M nine guide rod. <laughs> Dude, they're so powerful. I have bad luck with those. They I have can't. no reason to be that powerful. Like, like they shouldn't be that hard to put back in, but I just, Dude, I got it, bad luck with them. It takes a magician. It takes a... I don't think I've ever got an M9 guide rod back in the first try. I... It's okay. Happens to the best of us. Um, I got some tech reviews. Yeah? Yeah. Oh. Um, so, I did get... I got my Tanuki Works uh, HPA adapter for the KCO2N. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. I love it. Um, it's the best HPA adapter I've ever seen. It's like, so it's three, it's like a sandwich of CNC aluminum pieces. Um, it's got a big, like, gas chamber mm-hmm. or, like, pressure chamber. 
because one of the issues with the older gens was they didn't have enough volume for the because you basically just only had the volume in the line yeah um but this they put an actual chamber inside of it and it fits like flush to the bottom of the gun which is one of the issues tap has them but they only have the super tall ones that are like on the bottom of the full mags and there's no way you can like once you put an m4 mag in that it's like hanging out like 10 inches off the bottom of the gun yeah and um, it just doesn't look good no yeah it's i it's, mean nobody wants to see an m4 mag hanging out underneath a freaking kco2 no yeah you got to keep it classic but, Tunic works works with MP5 mags, so you can actually use the short ones too, and they look really good. Okay, but it looks really like really really sweet with the SEMA uh, SEMA uh, uh, Platinum MP5 mags they just came out with. Oh yeah, wait. So, I I think I just I actually think I saw those on Amped. Hang on, keep going. Uh, yeah. So if you have a KCO two, buy the Tanuki Works. It's incredible. Every KCO, I every I was wrong. KCO two should have them. It's the uh, G and G MXC nine. Oh okay. Yeah. Uh, oh wait, are, are you talking like the SEMA Platinum? Uh, the ones with the dummy rounds. Yes. Okay. I know which one you're talking about. Um, if you're looking at evic.com, that's 29345. If we ever give you numbers like that, just punch it into the search bar. It'll take you straight to the product. Yeah. Um, or you can type in evic.com slash products slash oh the number. Oh, my God. Don't even. Wait. That's what I do. Okay. Wait a minute. I thought, I thought you were about to whole, do the whole URL. No, it's not that. evic.com slash product slash forward slash the number all backwards like slash? slashes are no just normal slashes because you got this slash and then you got that slash we really need a video like <laughs> podcast now we do so much things with our hands now that's so, not a, so that's much not a back slash. that's a that's a normal slash is it yeah so so that's a normal slash so that's a front slash Yes. Okay. All right. Evic.com slash no. product slash. No, is it? No, you were, you so were doing. That's that's normal slash. Are you are you looking at it the same way I'm looking at it? Normal slash. Normal slash. Backslash. Backslash. Yeah. Okay. I was like, was it's normal like, slashes. Okay. Okay. Evic.com normal slash <laughs> products normal slash. The five-digit number. Oh, yeah. It's just a normal slash. I could have looked down the keyboard. <laughs> yeah, it's like right I'm, in front of you. I am dumb. Okay. Yes, the anyway, one, they're the 15 bucks a piece mark. for these uh, MP5 mags. 130 rounds, which if you run an MP5, you know how important that is because that's like the highest capacity of any MP5 mag. Because, well, it was, it was originally 90 before, right? Yeah, you could get like 90, 95. Uh, they had some 100-round ones but they were kind of iffy. That was the mag brand ones, right? The mag brands are 95. Uh, the SEMA metal ones are 100, but those have some real big fitment issues. Okay. A lot of guns. A lot of guns can't run those. Um, and then the Umarex plastic ones were 90, 
Okay. I believe. It's actually not bad. I don't know. They've I mean, always either been like rack? 90 to 100. Did PTS ever come out with an MP5 one yet? They might have. I know they were talking about it. Yeah. I haven't seen uh, it. Because they talked about it at SHOT Show last year. This year. This year. I remember watching the videos. Yeah. Because they, they were talking about the ARP9s. They were talking about the AK. Mm-hmm. G36. Were, uh, G36. That was the big kicker. I actually really like that. Mm. Um. So I, I believe MP5 might be next up. I know they're working on it. I don't think it's they just have. it's really skinny. Yeah, you basically have to have it go down, and then like traverse up, back down, and then up itself. So it do like this weird like box curve. Yeah. Also, these are great about fitment. They fit snug, and they latch in tight, which is a big issue, especially with the plastic MP5 mags. They don't latch super tight, so they're pretty wobbly. Yeah. And you don't get very good feeding because of that. These ones, strong spring, tight fit, not too tight. Because that's, that's right. an issue with the metal ones is they, they don't fit in everything. Um, they were a bit wobbly. Yeah. Or just freaking in there. Yeah. Um, this, like, solves all the problems you have with MP5 mags. They that's are a bit chunky, perfect. which, I mean... They might, I haven't tried them in like an MP5, in all the MP5 pouches, but the ones I've tried them in, they work. Um, they're just a little bit, a little bit chunkier on the bottom. Okay. But, and they look, they look pretty sick. Oh yeah. Pretty. They're like a polymer style with the, the windowed, with the dummy rounds in them. Okay. I don't know. MP5s are like notorious for having bad mags, mm. but these basically put them on par with like a basic M4 mid cap <laughs> like the AMAX yeah. you can finally carry enough ammo <laughs> yeah which I mean like to be honest like 90 rounds versus like 140 is not that big a deal but also shout out to Airsofter Sam for uh, opening my eyes to filling a high cap of mag now oh filling a high cap of mag so I, I, if I remember correctly, I think it's Waldo Customs has a specific adapter for an Odin to fill your high cap of mags. So it's it slides in and it feeds straight down the oh, tube. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so if it feeds straight from the feed lips instead of having to shoot through the gap the entire time and then have to waddle your BBs to well, get Well, there's the also lineup. those ones where... It, uh it holds the follower back and like lines you up on the little opening. Yeah, but Odin speed. Yeah, but like speed. Okay, speed. I mean, I get it, but like it's it's hella cool. I actually thought it was really uh really innovative. No, but then again, just, everybody has a thirty burner. Yeah, but I I just do it like the cool way. <laughs> which is you hold, the gap, hold the then, follower down and then you just dunk <laughs> it in the bag of BBs and shake it around and they'll just fall in the slot. See, but it's not, so impressive. Not everybody's as cool as you, Jerry. No, but it's like so impressive when you do it. <laughs> Nick every, every, everybody's like, well, yeah, because he used to, y'all did it whenever y'all were training in the arena or just doing shooting drills in the arena. He just, yeah, yeah, we'd have the like 
massive yeah, the bucket of BBs. The, the 55-gallon bucket of BBs. I'll just wait. It's coming back. And he would just be like, oh, you got a load of mag? Yeah. And just like dunk his hand in the BBs and, and pull it out. Just perfectly loaded mag. Ever since he taught me that, that's all I've done to refill mags for the M4s. I don't know why everybody would like grab the little scoop. Oh, and yeah. Like and pour them in. it into the door. I'm like, dude, just dunk that, John. No, yeah. Like, you got a 55-gallon bucket of BBs. Out. Just dunk that shit yeah. in there and shake it like, around. Like, just put it all in a circle and then just dunk it collectively, and then boom, all yeah. your mags are filled. That's why I like having bags of BBs, because you can just yeah. shove the whole mag in the bag and just, like, shake the BBs around, and they find their way in. I just I have bottles. I haven't gotten to the bag life yet. <laughs> I actually, no, that's a lie. I just got to the bag life. I had to buy a bag of 3Os, which, mm-hmm. uh, by the way, fuck balls and bruises. <laughs> Um, that shit is trash. Oh yeah, we're we're going into that this episode. Uh, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on my my last spiel before we wrap down. Fuck balls and bruises, for the love of God, don't don't go there. <coughs> I don't ever wish ill will on fields, but this one I will. You know, I I have a lot of respect for outdoor fields like D fourteen eight seven eight mission tanks. Big shout out to them. But, you know, when it comes to player safety, me being a ref as well as a kitchen manager, that's all I'm, all I'm good for now, apparently. <laughs> flipping burgers. Fucking flipping burgers and slinging pizzas out the goddamn window. I care about player safety. Everybody that's in this briefing area or in the staging area, they're all under my watch. Yeah, they're your responsibility. And that for me to make sure that they're not dry firing they're not shooting bbs out of their gun with no fucking eye pro that was that was a trip we that we was, had to put our eye pro on like i've i've heard stories about it oh no bad, it, it was true and so the little black netting that that was in my story in the background yeah that was wide open when we were playing bb wars on the field that's right behind it so mm-hmm. a stray bb can just land right into the staging area also bb just goes straight through that netting yeah Oh yeah, like that it definitely does. does. Not, paintball netting does not stop BBs. Um, it's not made to. Yeah, no, nah, like that. That was that was suspect out the gate when they were doing that. And by the way, the guy in multicam shooting the LMG—that's the ref. Yeah, while all the other paintball refs are wearing highlighter shirts so they can be seen, he's wearing multicam. What a great fucking ref that is. I mean, I'm almost more surprised he's just fucking like. Waving a gun around in the staging area. Oh, yeah. Loaded. With everybody else with no eye pro on. Me, and while me and Randor are sitting there shit talking it. You know, I like I said, player safety is my number one priority when I see shit like that. Granted, I didn't call it out at the time, but I just wanted... We went to go confirm our suspicions about the field. And it is not safe. Um, the amount of times we ran into shit that we were very scared had tinnitus Tetanus? Tetanus. <laughs> yeah, my ears are ringing. Okay. It had tetanus. Man, you ran into that so like, hard, your ears are ringing. Yeah. Like, oh, by the way, for those of you wondering, that video that came out not too long ago, the kid falling into the hole. Yeah, that hole's still there, by the way. They just <laughs> filled it in with fucking concrete and put a pallet over it. So, yeah, your safety is about as important as a pallet being Can over I, a hole. At least they filled it in a little bit with more debris that you can still fall in except now you're not going to go as deep but you're definitely going to get your ankle broken yeah it's not safe 
Um, like I said, I don't wish ill will on Fields, but for this one, the safety is out the window, dude. They they don't give a fuck. Um, their chrono rules were a little bit weird. Apparently, from what I understood from it was that you can shoot at any FPS you want as long as you're shooting a two o or anywhere between a two o and a three o. Because apparently I was pushing the line. And I was like, oh, am I too hot on FPS? He goes, no, you're shooting three O's. I was like, what the fuck? Huh? So if I'm running three twos, but I'm shooting 180, I can't play? That's weird. That's that, weird. That is. Like. I understand Fields having like upper limits on BB weight. No MEDs, by the way. No, 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 no MED. MED. Yeah, that's why I have a black eye right now. Shooting like 1.4 joule plus. Yeah, that's why I have a black eye. Because was I running full seal? No. Did it hit in a spot where there w- where the full seal would have covered it? No. Is that on me? Yes. But I didn't get hurt. I got a fat ass nipple on my face. Mm-hmm. Like right as it impacted, it swelled immediately. Like I had a fucking bulge. Mm-hmm. I was not happy. Frosty note. No, no light getting shot in the fucking face at two jewels. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only thing I could equivalent it being at it was like one point four or higher, because that that slapped me like immediately and I was pissed. Um, so yeah, I I don't I don't like that. And for those of you who are saying or, or are gonna say you know well that's just how it is, you shouldn't accept that. If you accept well that's just how it is. Well, hate to break it to you, dude, but that ain't how it's supposed to be. That's not how it's supposed to like, be. That's not how a professional field is run. Yeah, per, keyword there, professional. And also, here's a huge thing. Insurance. Yep. All of the rules and requirements for Airsoft fields are dictated by their insurance. Here at High Ground, we cannot have people play on the field full auto or higher than 350 feet per second as dictated by our insurance yep so like stop it, fucking asking us if if we let anyone on the field do that even private games not open it's a liability it's a liability it's a breach of our insurance yeah i can guarantee you if a field is operating like balls and bruises does they are not insured. Yep. And you should leave. Also, their lack of check-in, because, I mean, I'll be honest about it. I, I went there for one reason, one reason only, to get banned. <laughs> Mostly because I don't ever want to go there again. I don't. It's I, I honestly, personally, if I had a kid right now, I wouldn't take him there. Oh, no, I would Like, never. I wouldn't. Like, the fa- like, just their lack of safety alone concerns me. What, what concerns me is the mentality of the that I hear from the players who play there. Which was, I mean, is like granted just, some of them. That's just like, that's how we do it. That's how the game is played. Well, a lot of them and I'm like, that's were not. actually waiting for us to open back up. Yeah. Like some of them were our guys and we're like, okay, you know, yeah, we miss y'all. Yes, it's us. We, yeah, we but, came in incognito. There's the ones who just. Yeah, that play there regularly. And that's yeah. that's what they're they're used for. That's not, that's not a premium facility, guys. That's not a premium outdoor spot. That is a shady backyard bumfuck shitty run airsoft field. And you should not accept that. You should 
you should be able to accept more than that. Like you, you should have top of the line, like safety rules, regulations, all that is in place for your safety. Just because we make you shoot sub 300 FPS doesn't mean we don't like you. We care about you enough that we're protecting you. Mm -hmm. It's, it's not, it's not in despite for HPA. It's not in despite that you have a DSG, an SSG, a TSG, or whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's not because of that. It's because of your safety. Mm. And in the words of, what was it, the Russian scientist, safety is number one priority. It's the truth. <laughs> like, it's it's the cold hard truth. It's it's for your safety. It's I could give a fuck less if you wanted to full auto each other. I could really care less if it was like in my backyard. Yeah, sure, go fucking bird each other. Just put your eye pro on. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Back, that's backyard airsoft. I mean, have I done dumb shit with airsoft guns? Yes. Am I proud mm-hmm. of it? Kind of, but like, (laughs) you know, we did it with safety in mind that anything dumb that we did, whether it be a tagging round to the back, a peck around in my ass, (laughs) like whatever it may be, I always had hyper on because at the end of the day, I don't want to breach the safety of the field. Mm -hmm. You know, I've, I've taken lanes, uh, fricking goddamn it. I took his 3d printed chalk round. I told him to hit my back panel. He hit my shoulder. I was wearing my eye pro the whole time. Yeah. So, you know, I I didn't I didn't breach Mr. Tank's trust by being out on his field with no eye pro. But that's also because I didn't want to take a jelly ball or a paintball to the face on a random whim that God was not in my favor and just threw a paintball my way in spite. So, you know, I did it for Mr. Tank. I wore my eye pro. And it's been like that for a long time, guys, at B and B. It's been like that well before they moved you know you had motherfuckers out there in pit vipers before anybody knew they were ANSI rated that was actually before they dropped their ANSI rated ones yeah it was before they were ANSI rated um, there were guys out there in fucking <laughs> science class goggles those are actually ANSI rated that's still wild them. to me like I, I feel like one BB would hit him because those things never fit to my face oh yeah you have to have a strap yeah no there were no strap no strap was it? There was just a video of uh, a big kerfuffle with a jet. Yeah, I saw that. I, did you see that same video? Like the dude breaking it down. Yes, I think yeah. so. We already talked about yeah, it. Yeah, I. I'm like not. It, we're not going to get involved in that until we have more information on the subject. I. I don't have a lot of opinions also, wasn't on that it. From like, was that recently? It was not super recently. Like I thought I saw like it was some, fairly recently, like last couple weeks i feel like that's I weird know. i need to go back and watch it we'll, we'll talk I about it remember, on, the, but on the next episode i don't know i'm just gonna say for now there are things both people could have done better in that situation one of the things he could have done better is a strap on your eye pro yeah so that they don't fall off your face also lower face mouth, mouth protection lower face protection yep you you are held accountable for your own teeth yes that's like, not Jets' fault. Like you are accountable for your own safety. You should know that that is a possibility. Yeah. You shouldn't expect it to happen. Like, not excusing Jet, because it was a little... Yeah. It, In my opinion, it was over the line. But also, it shouldn't have been as big an issue as it was. Yeah. If they were prepared 
properly. Proper preparation prevents piss poor performance. Yep. I man, tell me how many times you've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it wouldn't have been a big deal if my only grievance if, if would have been people took their safety more seriously. Yeah, my only grievance would have been like if that was me in that scenario, having known Jet, we'd be like, hey, bro, the full auto was a little excessive. Yes, that had been the most of it. My tooth's sitting in my tongue right mm-hmm. now. My eye pros on the floor. Call blind men. Been like, hey, like at the at, at the end of all of it. Been like, hey, that was, a, that was a little wild. Yeah, but that's not only me having respect for Jet. That's also me coming at it as in taking accountability for my own safety that I didn't prepare for. Yeah, you know, I didn't have a lower face bar on. I didn't have my eye straps. That's on me. That's not on Jet. Jet didn't yeah. come and talk to me and go, hey, you, you got your lower face pro? Because I'm going to fucking blast the shit out of you. Like, no, he didn't do that. That's on you. Yeah. You know, like at the and end it's of the like, day, it's on you. So bring your fucking lower face pro and you're not going to pay three grand for a fucking tooth. Yeah. Especially your freaking big tooth, bro. <laughs> That's just sad. Yeah. At, at a certain point, you have to take your safety. Yeah. Both parties be are responsible at fault, for your own safety, but I feel like the blowback on Jet right now is a little heavy when it shouldn't be. Yeah, there, like there's I, said, a I don't want to get in less, like too into it right now, but yeah, it's it's not as much weight on Jet. Like like, like I said, it it should have been like, a, hey, bro, that wasn't really cool. Like neither, like nobody in that situation is without fault. That's just that's yeah. just where it is. Like I, I haven't seen fully into that video yet, so I haven't gotten to the full bur- bur- like breakdown. But I saw the initial contact of it mm-hmm. was the the full auto, the eye pro coming off, the tooth getting shot. I mean, I I take that risk every single time I step on a field. Yeah, I'm over tw- I'm over eighteen. I don't have to wear lower face, bro. I take that risk because I want to look fucking cool. Yeah, but also because but also I don't like, like mesh mask. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's summertime in Texas, dude. It gets hot. Ball calls are hot. That's why you get a nice one. I have a nice one. It still gets hot. It does, but it's black. So yeah, but at a certain point, you gotta deal with it. Yeah, you could also not wear a helmet. You can also stop speaking the fucking truth over there. <laughs> right. I mean, you wear a helmet and you get fucking hot in that. Yeah. Hot and sweaty it's and your neck's tired. It's because I moved away from the ones that had the vent holes on the top. So, yeah. like, you know, maritime master race, right? Like, like you'll deal with the uncomfort of a helmet because it looks cool, but you won't wear a mouth guard <laughs> Yes, because it's uncomfortable. <laughs> yes, my logic is, is not accurate. Flawless. Yeah, flawless. it is, it but is flawless. you know... Stop poking holes in my fucking you know paper the risk, boat. You know the risk that you're taking. Though. Yeah. I, I sign a waiver every single time. Yeah. Taking full accountability for what I am and am not bringing on the field. Yeah. And that's also a risk people take with not doing full seal. A lot of outdoor places don't require full seal. I will never play without a full seal. Yeah. After B&B, I have learned. I, yeah. I got too complacent. I also like... I like having the shooting glasses, even though they're less coverage, because I can leave them on all the time. Mm-hmm. So when I'm at a safety area where people are not safe, I'm yeah. still safe. I'm still covered. Like like balls and bruises. Yeah. Which and it's an issue at a lot of outdoor fields for whatever reason. 
Yep. Where like their safety area is not actually that safe. Yep. And I'll say it, Tal, if at any point you hear this, you need to police your guys. I'm sorry. It's from a professional standpoint. Yeah. Everybody is in uniform. If you go, if you come here to high ground, we're all uniform. We all look the same. Mm-hmm. You know who the managers are. You know who the refs are. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. We all look the same. But you know who we are. There's nobody here rocking around in multicam. There's nobody here playing while they're a ref and while they're on the clock. Mm-hmm. That don't happen here. So, hate to say it, Doug. You got to you gotta police your staff. That's on you. And also, you need to fucking... Air freshen the fuck out of your goddamn little shit shack store, bro. <laughs> it smelled like straight shit in there. Like, it smelled like booty cheeks and ass sweat. Which are pretty much the same thing. <laughs> it smelled like a bad case of swamp ass, my guy. It was bad. Like, I walked in there, and I was begging for him to ring my soda up faster. I haven't been to the new field. It don't. Yeah. Don't. I, no. I don't know. I, I, don't I really will never endorse to, the field. Yeah. Like, ever. Go to D14. Go to Tanks. Go anywhere other than What's a new field? B&B. Zoomies? Zooms. Zooms. Zooms up in uh, College Station. I have yet to go. Well, I need to get we up there. We were going to go. Randall really likes it. Yeah. I tried to get him to go that, that Saturday, but he was like, nah. So mm-hmm. we went to B&B to go get banned. And then found <laughs> out it's actually really hard to get banned. So how you little fucks do it, I don't know. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> At a field with barely any rules, it's kind of hard to get banned. Yeah. But uh, that's... Well, like it's it's got this reputation for like all the people who get banned from other fields go there. Yeah. Which I mean, cool on y'all. Which that's kind of why I have no desire to go there. Is it's all the, I mean, it's all the people I don't wrong. like to play with. Play it was there. a chill day of BB wars, but that's because we were making it fun for ourselves. Yeah, I mean, but, like, I mean, we we're we we're just trying to have. Anytime the most you're fun. shooting BBs with your buds, you can have yeah. fun. There was no like we were blatantly doing stupid shit, like dumping everybody but mostly because I had a gun that I was scared if I switched it to full auto, it was going to break. <laughs> um, but no, I no, I don't know how y'all do it, yeah. but y'all are a different breed. Then again, I think I just have a warming presence. What? I don't know. Like, the, the ref, like, eased up whenever we were talking to him, and I'm like, I still don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> like, your lack of safety annoys me. Yeah. And then I, they definitely, like, wristband checked us. And uh, they were like, hey, where's your wristbands? I'm like, oh, it's back in my bag. He's like, all right, cool, show me after the game. I was like, okay. Looked at Randall. I was like, last game? Last game. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. there was no check-in. There was no, like, you could just walk on and play. Yeah. You don't have to give I, that man a single ounce of money. When they go to check your wristband, just fucking leave. That's benign. I, I still don't think you know what that word means. No, hang on. I have a whole ass laptop in front of me. But no, it's, it's, it's freaking banana. It's, it's bananas. Gentle and kindly. Okay. Definitely using that word wrong. Yes. <laughs> Randall's going to get a kick out of this episode. Um, no, it's, 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 no. It ain't the play. Yeah. It's the play. And also, as, as players, um, you know what good is. Yeah. You, so, you know what, what you should be doing. You know what other people sh- should be doing. And don't, don't feel bad about calling people out on it. 
Call yeah. people out on their bullshit. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Like I do it. I do it here all the time. <laughs> yeah. I do it to you all the time. Yeah. When you mess up, I'll. I'll yeah. let you know. Yeah, you did. You did it to me a lot when I worked for the store. Yeah, we're not all perfect. Yeah. But it's just ball busting. Yeah. Well, it's like. It's it's about your safety. You got to take it seriously. Yep. It's about your job. Yeah. You take it seriously. And if if nobody calls people out on their bullshit, they're never going to change. Yep. Like. I mean, we we pride ourselves on how safety we are, how safe we, safety conscious we are. But I mean. I see refs in here doing things they yeah, shouldn't be doing every all the time, and, and I call them out on it. Yep. You just get, you we call get each other out on it. Yeah. And it's, you, you have to make an environment, like in Airsoft, nobody should be offended because you call them out for being unsafe. That should just be expected. Yeah. Like, nobody needs to get up in their feels. Just, this is how it is. That's how Airsoft needs to be. Well, with all that being uh, all that being said, uh, we want to personally say thank you to all of you guys that are listening, um, whether it be actually all sixty-four of y'all, so sixty-four about, individual listeners. Yep, unique listeners in the last seven days too. Um, oh yeah, just the last seven days. Yeah, we wanted to say thank you to the sixty-four. Uh, to the 89 that listen on average and to the 991 people that listen to us in whole. Um, almost a thousand plays. Almost a thousand plays, but with a thousand plays coming up on the horizon, and I know it's going to happen, um, we decided to. Well, I still got to talk to you about it, but. Oh, what the, um, We decided. Yeah. What did money, money stuff? You know, your wee hoss. What? Okay. Um, we're we're dropping stickers, um, and as you guys know, y'all know y'all's job with the stickers. You know, sticker bomb everything. But uh, we do. It's a thank you to you so guys. Not an endorsement of illegal activity. Yeah, yeah, that. Um, we do want want to get you guys some merchandise for the Six Millimeter Podcast. At least before you know we roll into season two at some point. You know, we want to have merchandise for you guys. Um, whether it be my merch, Jared's merch, because Jared does metalworking on the side, you know, if you listen to the fucking intro. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do. But uh, also merch to support us. Um, also, know. if you ask me for a holster, I might make one in a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that too. Um, but just know that uh, if you do buy merch from us, uh, it is going straight back into uh, getting things for you guys. Uh, whether that be mm-hmm. more stickers to drop for you to sticker bomb everything legally um, that we don't endorse, um, whether it be to put putting cases. stickers everywhere you are legally authorized yes. to do so. Uh, wink, wink. On, on a on a skyscraper. Um, <laughs> Ask permission first. Yeah, uh, but all the money is going to go back into essentially getting you guys more ways to support us, to get the name out there, and to essentially. Make that thousand turn into two thousand, into three thousand, four thousand, et cetera. Yeah, and build a community. Yeah, I mean, because we're we're here for you guys. You know, yeah. we that's that was the basis of this podcast was to dump all of our information to you guys, so that way we could sleep easy at night. Yeah, you know, it's it's hard going to sleep at night knowing that I know how to accurately reju- rejuvenate your fucking O rings and your goddamn BBUs. 
that tell you to clean your goddamn guns half the time. You know, we, we do it for you guys and we do it out of love for the airsoft community because mm-hmm. if we don't say it and we don't inform you guys, then that's 991 people that may not know this information, that may not know how to get into night vision, that may not know, you know, that there's a company out there making some solid ass stoner 3D printed parts that you should really go look at, that there's a patch maker out there that's making some really dope anime uh, anime operator patches Mm -hmm. and that there's a podcast out here that's informing you guys on all this and Mm -hmm. i'm not saying that we're the best podcast out there granted i know some people that will instantly shut that down (laughs) and uh deny it we're not the greatest we're not no we're just two dudes sitting in front of two microphones with two laptops in front of them giving you guys all the information two laptops that's a that's a hundred percent increase yeah yeah i know right because i never have a laptop i always have my phone but we want to be better for you guys. But in order mm-hmm. to get to that point, we have to put out ways for you guys to p- support us and to grow this community that we have built together. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, this is only episode 12. We Thir- got hundreds 12? of more. I thought it was 13. 12. Maybe 13. It, whatever the it, intro I, is. I think you said 13 when what, we started. Whatever the intro is. It might, it's episode 12, 13, whatever it may be. We're great at this. Yeah. I Like I said, we're we're only getting better from here. Um, so for you guys that uh, have made it this far, um, y'all know the rule. Um, if you're going to go buy anything from uh, our sponsors, it's Flippers. You know, use the code 6millimeterpodcast or pod, whichever one. Pod. Just message Flippers. Tell them, six tell them the six M- millimeter M- podcast P-O-D. guy sent you. He'll, he'll hook <laughs> you guys up. Um, same with Scum Customs. If y'all are any stoner boys out there, um, you know, go hit up Scum Customs. Let them know six millimeter podcast boys sent you guys, and he'll hook you guys up. But um, with all that being said, uh, to all eighty nine and nine hundred ninety one of y'all, uh, which will soon be a thousand, we want to say thank you for listening on this uh, beautiful Thursday. At two thirty one PM. We're gonna What that's not when you're gonna release it though. <laughs> They're not listening. Yeah, no, now I'm, I'm dropping it right now. We're not live. No, I'm editing on the fly. <laughs> but no. it's on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh we right. we want to say thank you guys. Yeah. And, th- uh, thanks for making this a great community. Yeah. All the support you give us. It's it's really been heartwarming how how quickly the community is oh, yeah. built around us. Oh yeah. The, the support that came out of the woodwork was insane. Yeah. So, yeah. We love you guys.